BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code CHAMPION200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game and either team hits a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM's daily promotions at your fingertips all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 when you bet $10 on an MLB game and either team hits a home run. Sign up today and find out why nothing beats a win at the King of Sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Help Jews in poverty at helpjewsnow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit helpjewsnow.org. That's helpjewsnow.org. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence is now the end of the human race. It's a flying object, and we don't know what it is. I would hope somebody is checking it out. I'm glad the Pentagon is looking at this, because if it poses a threat, I want them on top. Well, the craft generates its own gravitational field. The Internet has become the command center for criminals and terrorists. That's what we're instructed to say. Roswell, Area 51, alien kept deep under the ground. Strange, and we're back to do this again. 
We roll Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific. And this is the show where we talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. You know what those things are? Aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the general feeling that we live in the Upside Down. This show is live. If you'd like to be part of the show at any point tonight, you can give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord. We have a a Discord server running, and uh, you can be part of that. You can find the link at troubledminds.org. That's the official website. Phone number's at the top. Discord link is right at the top. You can't miss it. All the good stuff is right there, right at troubledminds.org. It's the only thing you got to remember. It has the links to all the socials and everything else. And uh, that's uh, that's what's up. We are streaming live on Facebook, streaming live on YouTube, and also DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. And uh, the, again, you know, this is a... This is this show is less a show, more of a conversation because it goes two ways, and uh, very much like we've always said, it, and it's an important thing to have that transparency process, and that means that uh, if you disagree with me, um, I think we can still be friends, and I think that uh, you have a right to give me a call and say, "Hey, man, you're you're out of line. You're freaking out a little too much, or you're talking about this a little too much, or that, or whatever." It's all good if you want to call and give me a give me a show topic you want me to talk about in the near future. All that stuff is all all, all totally well and good. And uh, that's why we have a phone number up. That's why we've always done this live. Even back in the day when nobody was listening, we had a live phone number just in case, just in case somebody on the interwebs out there was going to get a little bit angry and wanted to pick up the phone and dial the number. But uh, so that, that number is open to you. And um, as you know, I've got a track record three plus years now of being nice. If you want to call in, I'm not going to hang up on you and make you look like a fool. So uh, don't worry about that. That's not this type of show. This is a conversation show. And uh, we've been doing this for quite some time now. And uh, we talk about all those things, like I said in the opening there. And I truly believe uh, we live in a day and age where uh, those things are now becoming uh, more and more taboo. Uh, we're be- we're being more and more censored, which we'll we'll talk about. Uh, more and more, um, uh, our our liberties encroached on by the surveillance state, which we're going to talk about tonight. Actually, that's the actual topic, which we'll get to in a little bit here. But uh, it's just uh, like no matter where I think you just look at the news and you know, you know what's going on. You know exactly what's happening um, by what they don't want you to know. And so this show is not really about the lefty righty paradigm or any of the rest of that. Do you want that stuff? You know what to do. You just go turn on Fox News or CNN and watch them fling poo at each other. Right. And uh, that's what they're doing today. If you turn that on, I like to turn it on, you know, once or twice a day, just in small, small doses, because I can't stand more than that. But you turn it on and you watch what they're talking about. And, you know, they had uh, the the Joe Biden thing yesterday and his uh, 100 days and, you know, all this other. And, and, you know, like I made fun of the the previous media of uh, Donald Trump, right, called them the orange man, bad media. And it's true. They were a little bit uh, rambunctious, let's say, let's say. And that's being polite. Well, it's it's sort of the same thing now, except uh, it's the you know you have the the one contingent that does, just lets uh the let's call him the old man just for lack of a better term here, uh the the old man bad media which is the Fox News side which just everything that comes out of his mouth they want to they want to trash but then you have the other side that's just trying to kind of slip everything by you uh, and make sure that uh, they 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 put a bunch of uh, buzzwords out there that uh, really piss you off and get you riled up. And that's that's just, that's the game. That's the entire game. And you know why they do that, right? 
You know why they do that? It's not really a big secret. All you have to do is, you know, uh, peruse the news for just a little bit and you'll, you'll know. It's because there's tons of important things happening out in the world that they don't talk about, that they don't want you to know about. Because, of course, you know, uh, big government and the things they do and take care of or don't take care of is uh, pretty embarrassing. It's actually a pretty embarrassing situation for them. And so, of course, they have to try and control the narrative with the news cycles and all the rest of this. So anyway, blah, blah. There you go. There's your update on what's going on in the mainstream. But we don't talk about any of that crap. You know why? Because it's not important. Again, it's division media. It's uh, They do it as a way to make you hate me and vice versa. And I just don't think it's necessary. I don't think we need to engage. I don't think we need to break up families over stupid political garbage they try and tell us is true when we know it's not. It's just silly. But uh, anyway, this show is hopefully the opposite of that. So like I said, more of a conversation, less of a uh, political poofling and contest. And uh, we talk about all the weird stuff. And of course, so tonight we're talking about, like I said, uh, this, the surveillance state. And as, as we do, I pay attention to this very closely because I think we have the, the right to be, to be able to choose our own narratives, right? Like I, was, like I say, back in the 80s, they had the Choose Your Own Adventure books, right? I think that uh, now, nowadays, with all the, the alternative media and the different places you can get your news and, you know, and just look at all this, I think that uh, we are all in that business now with the Choose Your Own Narrative game. And uh, you should be able to decide what's most important to you. So uh, that's a part of why we started this show ever, way back in the day, just because nobody was talking about the things that were important. And so, yeah, so I'm going to point out some things that, uh, again, that the media is kind of trying to slip by you because, well, they don't want you to think it's important. (laughs) It's okay. You got me and uh, I've got you guys. And so together, like I said, uh, we're always stronger together. So, okay, let's get started then. Uh, Like I said, uh, we are live if you want to be part of it. Troubledminds.org is the official website. Uh, You can give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702 nine five seven one zero three seven you can also click the discord and uh, be part of it that way but here we go all right now this is an interesting article and this is from the wall street journal all right so i'm going to put this up on the stream and as always i'm going to share my links because uh, like i said as part of that transparency process i want you guys to see where i got the information from so uh, you can you can actually find out that i'm not making this stuff up i'm actually uh sourcing this and uh you know, and again, don't trust my sources because, of course, probably half the time it's fake news because that's all they do these days. But you understand, I just want you to know where this came from. So there we go. From the Wall Street Journal, it says this. Now, <laughs> there's a lot here, so so bear with me. The, the, uh, the headline reads, Francis Macron, I probably said that poorly because my French is awful, but you know, the, 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 uh, the, the French president guy, Macron, Francis Macron eyes artificial intelligence to monitor terrorism, right? And that sounds all fine and well, right? I mean, you know, now we got like the eye in the sky, the eye of Sauron, uh, you know, programmed perfectly to watch for terrorism, right? And uh, the, the subheadline here says, the move comes as the French president comes under pressure to crack down on terrorism and Islamist separatism. Huh. <laughs> weird, right? That's a little weird. Uh, you know, uh, normal... Uh, country stuff, normal government stuff, right? It's like, all right, well, check it out. We're going to make you guys safe with the digital eye of Sauron. And, uh, you know, the question tonight is with, uh, there's going to be, there's a whole bunch of this. This isn't just the only one. There's a whole bunch of stuff I've got lined up to talk about. But, but the question of tonight is this, if we have these governments 
that are literally doing more and more uh, surveillance. Do you really think that it will keep you safer in the long run? That's the question. Do you think, do you really think, right? We've talked about the Patriot Act in the past and some of these other things that are just seem like really, really grotesque overreaches. And I think in this case, I think we're probably looking at something similar, but uh, you know, like, let me know. And I, and I think probably the thing that drives me most insane about this stuff is uh, in the end of ends, who's responsible for you? You know, it seems like a very simple question, but in the end of ends, from what I can gather, you are most responsible for you, right? So why do we want to give more digital surveillance to a government for perceived security? I mean, sure, you can call 911, right? I mean, you can send in a tip to the FBI, things like this. But is that keeping you safe? If we're being real, is that really keeping you safe? I think that's the question here, right? And in some cases, sure. I'm, you know, I'm not completely against, you know, cops and all the rest of that. But of, but of course, it, it's silly. It, you know, you see the Second Amendment guys and they're, you know, with their posters and things that say that, the, you know, the average response time for a cop is, you know, this many minutes, you know. But then they say the average response time of your AR-15 is, uh, you know, that this many feet per second. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it's, it, again, in the end of ends, who's responsible for, for keeping you safe? And it's you. It's always you, you know, uh, no matter what the government says, they can't do it. So anyway, look, look at what France is doing now. Now, now, sure, fine. Now, they're, they're a gunless society, right? I think I'm pretty sure that in France, uh, because they, they've uh, I've got friends in France and they, they look down on us Americans because we're gun nuts, right? We're, we're in, insane with our guns, right? We're just out of control. Well, they've mostly stripped away guns from private citizens in France. As far as I'm aware, again, if I'm wrong on that, please correct me. Like I said, I don't have all the answers, all the rest of that, but let me point this out. So they've stripped away most of the guns from, um, from the private society. And then, well, what's happening there? Why are they under pressure to crack down on these non terrorism? Well, let's read right from the article. The government of French president Emmanuel Macron See, my French is awful. Aims to deploy algorithms and other technology to monitor the web browsing of terror suspects amid growing tensions over a group of retired generals who recently warned the country was sliding toward a civil war. Interesting, that language, don't you think? Sliding toward a civil war. Hmm. It, it almost seems like uh, it's like this exact same thing that's going on over here, right? We've got we've got a highly polarized society in the United States. We've got, uh, you know, the lefty team, righty team, red and blue at each other's throats constantly. And we've got the media and the government telling us a civil war is on the way. Interesting, right? So it continues on Wednesday. Prime Minister Jean Casteau said that the government plans to submit a bill to parliament seeking permanent authority. I'm going to read that again. Permanent authority to order telecommunications companies to monitor not just telephone data, but also the full URLs of specific web pages their users visit in real time. Yeah, in real time, it says. All right. Government algorithms would alert intelligence officials when certain criteria are met, such as 
an internet user visiting a specific sequence of pages, right? Now, I know that uh, probably we, we don't have a lot of people that listen to this show in France, but the reason I'm starting here is because that is a terrifying notion. So we're talking about the digital eye of Sauron, right? Programmed with artificial intelligence in real time to keep track of people's browsing histories. And so not only if you make a phone call to a particular whatever, right? To a particular, I don't know, let's say terror cell for lack of a better term here. But if you visit a particular string of websites, somebody somewhere, a bell rings, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and then they start running around, right? They start running in circles and uh, uh, they're alerted. And they're trying to make this permanent. All right, now the interesting part about this is this was actually, uh, they've, been, they've been using this. This is real and going on in France right now, right? This is real. And uh, they're, they're looking to make it permanent because uh, it just, uh, uh, just recently they had a, a spate of uh, terrorist attacks again. Right, here we go. So here we go. So I'm going to make sure we, we're clear on this. They're seeking permanent authority to not, not monitor just telephone data, but a full URL of specific web pages in real time. And if somebody actually goes and uh, does, does this thing, whatever these things are, whatever the, the criteria is, then somebody somewhere inside the government, inside the whatever it is, right? The, uh, the uh, what do they call the French FBI? I don't know. I don't know what they're called. But somebody somewhere that has guns, right, that has the authority of the state, Gets a, gets a notification, gets a text message, right? Or something of the sort. And what do they do? Yeah, they go get them. They go get the bad guys. They get the bad guys, right? Yeah, all right. So anyway, this continues. Uh, Macron has come under intense pressure to crack down on terrorism as well as Islamist separatism, an ideology his government says fuels attacks by radicalizing segments of France's Muslim minority. A middle school teacher was beheaded in a terrorist attack in October. And on Friday, an administrative police worker was stabbed to death in a terrorist attack on a police station. All right. Now, this is this is exactly what they're doing. So, like I said, they've uh, they've basically disarmed the French. And then now we're having this these spate of terrorist attacks. They're calling them. Um, that's their words. All right. So don't uh, I know it's a politically charged term and all kinds of other stuff. Right. Depends on who's uh, which side you're talking about. But uh, fine. But now. Instead, right, so they, they've removed the guns and now they're going to do this. And they're going to increase their surveillance state so it's 24-7 being run by an algorithm. And if you so much as visit the correct or incorrect group of websites, somebody somewhere gets a notification. And of course, with that notification comes action. And I'm sure they're kicking down doors. Do you understand? Now, now, of course, like I said, we're going to start in, in France because that's where this is happening. But again, as you see, as, you, as many of you have seen in politics recently here in the States, if you pay attention to that, and if you don't, I don't blame you because, like I said, it's just a bunch of garbage. It's just a bunch of garbage. But anyway, if you, if you do follow it, you notice how the term terrorist has changed quite a lot in the last 20 years? 2001, a terrorist was synonymous with a Muslim, right? 
of course, again, like I said, politically charged, all kinds of stuff. Clearly, that's not the case. That's not, I mean, that's clearly ignorant. But now, it's the exact opposite. It's like, okay, well, now a terrorist is a domestic person of, well, what would you call him? A white person, right? That's what it would be. I mean, just turn on, look at, look at uh, old, old, uh, old man Joe Biden there talking about it yesterday, right? The, uh, the largest threat to us in the States is, is uh, white supremacy, right? So, uh, again, like I said, the, the, the terrifying part is they, they slippery slope change the definition of terrorist on the fly to fit political narratives. And, uh, yeah, Todd, what's up? Says in the chat, terrorism is nothing but a smokescreen to give the, the public a reason to dismiss it. That's a great statement. What's up, Todd? Thanks for being here. And, uh, and there's a lot more than that. There's a lot more than that to this. And uh, uh, so what do you, how does that make you feel? So literally in real time, I guess presumably you'd be put under some watch list and then they'd have full access to everything you do 24 hours a day. And then when you do it, like I said, somebody somewhere gets a notification and there's boots on the ground and they're coming to get them. They're coming to do it. They're coming to be part of it, and uh, it, uh, it creeps me out a little bit. It creeps me out. So here we go. Let's, uh, let's read just a little bit more of this to see uh, what, what got me riled up about this and why we're talking about this tonight. So it continues, right? Uh, so they uh, had a, you know, the uh, attacks happening by radical segments of France's Muslim minority. Uh, the teacher was beheaded. Uh, Friday, administrative police worker was stabbed to death. The same day, Marie Le Pen, leader of the anti-immigrant National Rally Party, threw her support behind a group of retired generals who published a letter in the far-right magazine. It's a French word. I'm not going to read it. I'll highlight it, and you guys can see. Valours actuels, whatever that means, um, saying the spread of Islamism and other ideologies was pushing France toward a civil war. Right? Again, the same type of language, the same incendiary language where they want us to hate them. And I don't mean like us and them as a racial thing at all. I mean it as simply one person hating the other person. They don't care. They don't care how they divide or subdivide. They don't care. Think about it. The longer we hate each other for stupid reasons, the more power they have over us. Yeah. Uh, Joe's got a good point. What happens if it saves lives? <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, think, I think that's the question, right? So what happens... Uh, if uh, what happens if we do nothing and things still go boom? What happens when the globalists turn the system on against all of us, regardless of race or color or religion? And I think that's where we're headed, right? I think that's exactly the point here. Just reading from the chat here. But uh, I mean, now you got to think of it that way, is that uh, eventually they're going to turn it on you. It doesn't matter, right? They're, they're always trying to make you afraid of the other guy. And the other guy, the other gal, the other group, whoever they are, they're the terrorist, right? And like I said, most notably, these, this is the way governments think, right? This is the things they do. And uh, it's, uh, it's, it's terrifying. It's terrifying that uh, they believe that this will keep us safe. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, that's the question tonight. Do you think that more mass surveillance will keep us safe? Who's responsible for keeping you safe? That's what I want to know. The government seems to think they are, and they, they seem to think that any amount of overreach is okay. It's totally good because they can say they're going to save lives with it, right? Like they always do. They're going to say, we can save lives, right? How many lives did we save by snooping on your phone calls? 
Yeah. I'd like to know. I'd like to know. Weird, right? Kind of like you can quantify how many lives you saved with uh, lockdowns, right? Same sort of thing. Government overreach. It's a, it's a, it's a voodoo uh, quantification, right? You can't really count these things. You can just have these, uh, these a-hole experts give you the, you know, the, put, put their, uh, their tweed jacket on and smoke their pipe and say, oh, well, you know, we saved, we saved this many people by instituting the things that we did, right? We, we estimate approximately this many people. Yeah, right. Okay. Academic a-hole. Thanks. Thanks. We appreciate that. But I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about you. Does this, when you, when you talk about the surveillance state and you talk about things like this, real-time tracking of your URLs, you think that makes you safer? That's what I want to know. And that's the question of tonight. Uh, if, if this, if this bothers you in any capacity, well, Welcome to Troubled Minds. <laughs> Did I mention? Did I mention? You're listening to Troubled Minds. My name's Michael Strange. We're talking about the surveillance state tonight. And again, as danger looms, of course, from the, from the mass media, of course, from the governments, the politicians, they move to make us safe with more surveillance and I beg to differ. But that's the question tonight. If I'm wrong, I'd love to hear from you. Once again, this is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And uh, the conversation continues. Do you feel safe? Because the government is spying on you now. <laughs> More after the break. Don't go anywhere. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Help Jews in Poverty at HelpJewsNow.org. Your $25 gift today will help provide a life-saving food box to Jews in need. Be a blessing right now. Visit HelpJewsNow.org. That's HelpJewsNow.org. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. We are streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. Tonight, we are talking about the surveillance state. If the government knows everything you're doing, does it make you feel any safer? That's the question. If you want to be part of the show tonight, give us a call at 702-957-1037. That's 
957-1037. And uh, that's really the question of the night. There's all kinds of things moving, right? Uh, politically, you, you like I said, you keep an eye on the news. Uh, I do because I'm always suspicious when uh, something happens, right? Uh, because... Um, you know, Friday, they call them dumping day when they try and get through a bunch of information about, you know, Friday about 6 p.m. because they figure everybody's barbecuing, having some beers. They're going to chill for the weekend. They're going to be watching some ball games. They're not going to give a damn about anything that's going on. And so they dump the most embarrassing government information on a Friday evening. And uh, of course, right? Then, of course, they have the entire weekend to drum up some more news uh, so they can grab the, the narrative by the horns, as it were, first thing Monday morning. And then Don Lemon had his nice weekend off and Sean Hannity, they were out grilling. Probably not together because I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not a kabuki theater with them. I'm pretty sure they hate each other. But, uh, you know, it doesn't make it any less or any more real. Uh, I think it's just a bunch of fake hogwash that they try and stuff down our throats. And I, I don't dig it. I don't like it. But uh, so tonight we're talking about the surveillance state. And uh, uh, Francis Macron uh, is trying to push through a bill in France that will allow them to uh, basically put together a list of, quote, terrorists. All right. Terra. Right? Remember George W. Bush. Terra. The war on terror. Remember all that? Like I said, uh, like I said on the break here. So remember the war on terror. Uh, and, and then what happened? Well, the war seemed to be on your genitals at the airport. That's what happened, right? Every time you went to the airport after that, you got felt up, right? Every time I went, I got felt up. They put you in the x-ray machine. That's what it was, okay? And so it's like, wait, now, did anybody feel more safe as a result of that? That's the question tonight. Uh, do you think that government overreach with surveillance states and encroaching on personal freedoms gives you more security. Do you think that's true? That's what we're talking about. That's what we're thinking about. And I, and I love to think about it because, you know, like we talk about on this show, I think it's really critical to talk about what freedom actually means because people forget. And I don't think people necessarily forget. I think in many cases uh, they weren't properly taught what it means. And so as a result, uh, here we are on, you know, at night, at, by dark of night, <laughs> whispering into the digital darkness uh, to try and maybe bring some of these concepts back that have been forgotten, swept under the rug, and uh, realize, at least in my opinion, that I think, uh, you know, almost no amount of government overreach keeps anybody safe. There's always going to be tragedy, and they're always going to use it politically against us. Right. You notice uh, you notice how particular things happen in a particular newsroom runs with it because the, the victim was a, quote, correct demographic for their narrative. Yeah, that's what's happening out there. Uh, but the, the, the reality of the situation is these things happen all the time. There are terrible things happening to people every day all over the place. It's what happens when you live in a world where there's billions of people. Terrible things happen every day. Right. And so, of course, you get to cherry pick the ones you want. You put them on the news and. Uh, Terra. Terra. And then the war is on your genitals at the airport, like I said. So anyway, that's the question tonight. Do you think, do you think you're any, any safer with, uh, you know, let's, so let's, let's assume that all your emails are being read. Let's assume that uh, every single thing is happening. There's an algorithm, like I said, the digital eye of Sauron, as it were, is just kind of hanging out, watching everything you do. Now, do you feel any more safe, meaning that uh, if something happens, right, somebody kicks in your door right now, that uh, because they know every single thing about you, that uh, they're going to be able to snap their fingers and bam, come help you? Or do you think that's not the case at all? 
or am I just a, a dirty revolutionary for thinking in these terms, right? Yeah, there's a, there's a real world out there, people. And uh, unfortunately, we're, uh, we're battling the government with this uh, surveillance type stuff. The Flat Fellow says on Discord, the age of surveillance is only a symptom of the new hyper-narcissism that has infected our collective reality tunnels. We invite the surveillance cameras into our homes because they are proof that someone is paying attention to us. Great comments tonight. Thank you for that. And that's true. Like I said, we're streaming on uh, the, those platforms, uh, DLive, Facebook, and YouTube, and reading the chat and uh, taking your calls. So here we go. There's more. So there's more. So it starts with France, all right? So France and Macron, they're doing their thing, and they're going to put together a terror list, and then these people are going to be monitored 24-7 in real time. If they go to particular websites, they will be flagged as jihadis or terrorists or what, what have you, right? And like I said, a label is a label. But then you look at what's happening here, and the labels seem to change based on who's in power, right? Like, oh, terrorist is this guy. Terrorist is that guy. And uh, the only thing I can gather is a terrorist is the people that doesn't uh, buy into the lefty-righty narrative. If you're an independent, an independent thinker, if you're uh, an independent voter, if you want to make your own priorities, then, well... I guess the terrorist is you. And you see, you see how, and what, what was it? I think, I think it's attributed to Stalin that said this. If you have nothing to hide, then you shouldn't really worry about it, right? Yeah, right? Until they change the definition to make it that you're the enemy. <laughs> and, then, and then you didn't have anything to hide until now. And now you do. So anyway, back to this. Let's go back to the Wall Street Journal. And uh, again, I'm going to link it. And you guys can check it out. And uh, th this is crazy stuff. This is, this is the, nut the nutty, nutter butter stuff that we're talking about. And uh, got some good questions in the Discord here. Uh, the Al Alexandra says, uh, is there a software to block them from looking into your search history slash info? I don't think so. I, I mean, I don't think so. I, I just don't think it's, uh, it's a thing anymore. I mean, they say that VPNs help, but I... I don't know. I mean, it's, it's one more step for them to track. So it's, it's, uh, it seems like I would say no. I would say nobody's safe. I would say in this, uh, in this digital, digital world, digital era we live in, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. But anyway, okay, so uh, Francis Macron eyes artificial intelligence to monitor terrorism. And so this is, this is real-time monitoring, which is, which is terrifying, right? This is the type of thing that, uh, like I said, do you feel any safer? Did you feel any safer going to the airport because they felt up your genitals, right? Did you? Uh, that's what I want to know. I think it's an important, uh, important aspect of this, and I think that uh, we should think about that. And, you know, uh, and I think I'm pretty sure that the audits that happened, I, I didn't pull up this information, but you guys can look it up. And again, correct me if I'm wrong. But uh, I, I was I've been told from the again, from the, the lying dog news media in the past here that even uh, the T TSA, right, as they as they feel you up as you go through the airport, it, it's they don't even catch many people doing anything. Right. It, but they sure as hell slow down the uh, the flow through the airport. They sure as hell put you in the, the X-ray scanner and get a, a nice good look at your nether bits. Right. And uh, and of course, they delete those immediately. They don't share those and laugh behind the scenes. Right. Because why would they do that? That would be improper. You feel me? Yeah. Except, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. OK. So anyway, this continues. Right. So mass surveillance. France looks to algorithms to detect online terror threats. And this is exactly what we're talking about. Critics have warned. This is from the Telegraph. Uh, Telegraph.co.uk, I believe. Let's make sure I have this right. Yep. Telegraph.co.uk. And, you know, thank goodness somebody's out there speaking out against these things because 
this is important. I mean, again, th- these are one of those things that are important to me, and I and I hope it's important to you, right? And uh, like I said, if uh, if if nobody's going to talk about this, then um, by golly, I'm going to be the guy. You know, uh, they won't do it. They won't allow it. So, like I said, this is one of those things we're not allowed to talk about, and I'll tell you why. Like I said, just go turn on the news, look at the narratives. Those are the narratives. These ones are not allowed because, of course, this gives them their power. This is the power base. All right. But anyway, here we go. We've got France looks to algorithms to detect online terror threats. Right. And critics have warned that the new legislation is so wide that it poses a serious threat to data privacy. And I'm going to say no crap, Sherlock. (laughs) Duh. Right. Like, again, finally, you know, somebody somebody steps up and says it. Now, this is paywalled. So I had to had to do my Dwayne Dibley trick. What's up out there, Dwayne Dibley? Uh, so uh, so the bill, which had been in preparation for months, was presented to the French cabinet in the presence of President Emmanuel Macron just days after a French police official had her throat slit inside her police station in what authorities are investigating as a terror attack. A key measure would extend the use by French intelligence of algorithms to track extremists, a method already on trial since 2015 to monitor messaging apps. Now, this is the important part. They've already been doing this since 2015. It's been a method already on trial, meaning, you know, trial basis. Yeah, they've been doing it. And so now... The thing that's a little more disturbing is they're looking to just, you know, kind of like the Patriot Act. They're looking to put it in permanently and just say, oh, okay, well, you know, this has been handy, even though they admit further down this article, I'll find it in a sec, that it's not helping. It's not helping. So they're, of course, what do they do? They cast a wider surveillance net because that's what we need. We need more surveillance. That's what we need. You see? This is sick. This is a this is a this is a sick. What would you call it? like like a sick system that will never work? It'll never work. Eventually, it'll just they'll, they'll cramp down uh, clamp down on everything we do, and uh, whether whether you're the criminal or not, they'll they're coming after you, because of course, as we see, the uh, the way they change the definition of terrorists change as the wind changes, as the political wind changes. They don't like it. I don't like this at all. It's uh, the, the more they do it, the more it pisses me off. And uh, I hope it pisses you off as well. So here we go. If you want to be part of the show, we've got a phone call coming in and we're going to take this in just a sec. But if you want to be part of this tonight, what do you think? With the surveillance state always growing and the police having ways around the Fourth Amendment and all these other things, which we've talked about in other shows, we'll continue to talk about in this show. Does it make you feel any safer? Right. It's, it sure as hell seems like uh, we're more likely to be nailed as a criminal right? Even though maybe you didn't do something wrong. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That, that's, that's the thing that gets me really riled up. Okay. Let's go to uh, let's go to the phone call. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. Let's go to this call. Thanks for calling. You are, let's see, is this working? Work. Come on, work. Thanks for calling. You're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name and where are you calling from? Hey. Hello, hello. Hey, this is Derek. What's up, Derek? How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I just wanted to let you know uh, when you're talking about the when you're talking about the European situation, it's got to be pure uh, Hegelian dialectic. You know what I'm saying? Where they create the problem and then they create the solution. 
So they let all these people in there over so many years or whatever, and then all of a sudden they want to have this police state of where they can monitor everybody. So that's basically what had happened there. So the, so I agree with you. I've actually done a, a show on that Hegelian dialectic, and I know exactly what you're talking about. It's problem, reaction, solution. And so they've, like you said, they, they've uh, they've been very lax exactly. with their and that's with the, the same borders. thing with the whole vaccinations. And the, go ahead, go ahead. And the virus and everything too. It's the same exact thing. They're gonna the same people who you created the problem are gonna create the solution supposedly. You know, and we'll see what happens with the vaccinations. We don't know yet, but. It is early in that game, I agree there with There were you. no real clinical trials, I don't think, that could have lasted that long. You know, and the fact that you can't sue these uh, companies just in case you get side effects or whatever is kind of makes me skeptical as to whether or not I should take the vaccination. You know what I'm saying? Because if something happens to me, it's like I can't do anything about it legally. And yeah, that's kind of... Exactly. Rocking. That makes me sketchy. That makes, makes me feel like it's a sketchy situation. And again, uh, less less safe because you don't even know which who to trust anymore. I'm with you. I'm going to wait. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people are not. They're like going right for it. But I'm waiting. I want to see what the heck happens. You know, like uh, as we've seen from Johnson and Johnson, the blood cloth yeah. and some other things like there's some there's some things that could go bad. And I'm not going to be first in line for that. I'm sorry. I, I'm just not. Uh, it's not, uh, I'm not of that demographic. I don't have uh, yeah. pre-existing conditions uh, that'll put me at, at high risk. So you know what I mean? Like it just, it just seems silly, but, but again, we're, we're not talking about that in particular tonight. The thing is, but what, what I, do you, just gotta, I gotta tell you, go I gotta ahead. tell you on a per, personal level, I gotta tell you on a personal level, I live with a gentleman who's, he's over 80 and I tried to just convince him to at least hold off on getting the vaccination for a couple of months just to see if there's any kind of real side effects with his age group. But he's so gung-ho on getting it, and he watches the news, like, every night. And I tell him, like, don't watch it because it's, like, it's all propaganda at this point. And he just won't listen to me. I don't know how to get through to him either. So it's, it's real troubling for me because I really care about the guy, too. He's part of my family at, at this point. It's like, man, I don't want him to die or have any kind of bad side effects because I've seen some of these side effects on YouTube and everything. So it just kind of freaks me out, you know? Yeah, no, I, I don't know what to do. I agree. It's a, and, and I don't know you can because the, the problem is that we have uh, the, the media with the, the brainwash and the fear narrative constantly, you know, like it, like if uh, they're safe and they have people kind of bringing them groceries yeah. and things like this and they're 80 years old, you know what I mean? And they can kind of kind of wall themselves off for a little bit. It's it, again, it's not necessary right immediately. But of course, you say that and you're, you want to kill grandma and all this other stuff, you know, which is not true whatsoever. Yeah. Like every every situation is different and everybody needs to be able to make their own decision yeah yeah exactly exactly so okay so so what do you think about yeah. the surveillance stuff so do you think that as as it grows more and more and they're able to literally in real time well, get a notification does it make you feel any safer here it makes me think like part of this whole agenda with the uh covid was like you know it's just kind of like the jfk thing it's like a multi pronged situation where it's like they had a whole bunch of things going on at the same time or 9-11 or something. It's the same kind of thing where they had many different things that they wanted to implement. And I think part of it's they want to implement somehow being able to track people even through the masks so that they can see with the AI, like, you know, camera surveillance, because I know in the UK, they definitely have CCTVs like everywhere. Like it's tough to not be on camera somewhere in London 
at this point. And it's like, I think they want to bring that everywhere. And they want to kind of like test this out to see, like, can we see through the masks? Can we still identify people through the masks? Let's check, let's check it out. Let's, you know, yeah. let's beta test this shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, no cursing on the radio, please. Don't do that. Uh, no, but but you're. I think you're right. I think you're right. It's a it's it's a it's a bad situation I'm where sorry. you you're okay. You're okay. Uh, so it, it's a bad situation where you can't like again. Like I said, who's responsible for you? Right. In the end, aren't you responsible for you? I mean, you're not going to sit around and wait if like the fire the the house is burning down for the exactly. the the, the, uh, the fire department to show up. You know, God bless them. They're risking their lives and good stuff, but. You're not going to sit there and wait. Yeah. I mean, you're still responsible for getting out of that house before it burns down and kills you, right? I mean, it, it's really a simple concept, and it's like yeah. we, we seem to completely just, uh, just, just basically forget. We forget that hey, you know, we are responsible for ourselves, and no matter what the government tells us, sure, maybe there may be like a, a nice situation where you get saved by a cop here or there, but usually cops show up to pick up the pieces afterward. You know, it's just it, it's bad. It's bad. It's a bad situation. And ultimately, and ultimately, it, it's how much it's how much a part of like uh, the culture you want to get into. If you want to be on Instagram and all these other kinds of things, you got to know at this point they're going to monitor you if you're on Facebook. So it's like you know it's up to you to determine how far into those kind of waters you want to wade and how much you want to give them your information where you don't necessarily want them to know your every like you know movement, your every thought or whatever, your every post. It's like. You know, so it's up to everyone to individually make up their own decisions, how much they want to like, do you want to have the uh, iPhone or do you want to get a burner phone and not really register it just so, you know, you don't have people like knowing your every movement or whatever. It's like, I don't know. I probably would shy and go towards like getting the burner phones. You know what I'm yeah. The d- this point. Like not, not you the, still get them. The you dumb know? I mean, you can still get my best buy, man. Yeah, yeah, the dumb TVs, the smart, the the, the dumb phones, the dumb TVs, uh, exactly, and it's all part of the surveillance state. And then here's the craziest part: yeah. they're going to push for that digital dollar. And like I always say, it's that uh, that final piece of the surveillance state because then you can't do a damn thing without uh, the government knowing exactly what you're doing yeah. for everything. They know if you bought a cheeseburger today. They know if you got a hooker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like they just know. They just know. Right? Yeah. And it's a it's it's a it's none of their damn business. Period. Yeah, I know to register my. Uh yeah, I was just gonna say to register with my Coinbase, I had to actually give them my ID and my photo and everything. So it's not like they don't know what's going on with, you know, the cryptocurrency and stuff. They know who has what and what not too. So I don't think people can think that that's just like independent completely. I think it's still they still have their claws in that somehow, you know. So people should be skeptical, invest in their whole, you know. All their, you know, instead of diversifi- diversifying their portfolio, they should, you know, they're uh, investing totally in crypto. And it's like, man, that whole thing could fail at any point. So you got to be really skeptical. You got to, you got to be careful. I agree, hundred you know? percent. I agree. I, I, I think the thing is, you know, the the fast, the lure of fast riches is uh, is kind of chasing that and, uh, and pumping up that market. But uh, like I always said, even way back, we don't even know where. Uh, Bitcoin came from like the 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 inventor of the original Bitcoin, the blockchain and the whole deal. That's what's his name? Um, uh, Japanese guy, Uh, Japanese name. Anyway, they don't even know who it is. It's like an an anonymous individual. And that could be the. Yeah, they don't even know if that's the real guy. Exactly. They don't even know. Yep. Could be government, could be mafia, could be Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) It's it's pretty. It sounds pretty sketch to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly, because you never know when that whole market's going to fail or maybe it'll rise. You know, I have a little bit of investments, too. It's like I'm watching it, but I'm not really, you know, buying into it anymore. And I'm not really like taking anything on. I'm just kind of watching it, you know, because it's like I have no idea what's going to happen. So exactly. and at the same time, I'm investing a tiny bit into like silver and stuff. But you got to imagine like the big banks, they have so many investments in silver and everything that they could crush anybody. I mean, the only reason you could have silver at this point is like, if the whole market tanks and it's like you need a little bit to trade for some bread or something, you know, because I mean, otherwise the banks have everybody crushed. Yeah, you, yeah, can't, exactly. you can't control the silver market like they did with uh, the GameStop, you know, that's just impossible. So that was just kind of a pipe dream, I think, for some people, you know. Yeah, well, it shows that it's possible if people get together and, uh, you know, kind of swing. They can swing the market, too, from the bottom instead of just the top. Good stuff. Hey, hey, Derek, so so in the end, do you think, does it make you feel safer when they when they do uh, uh, regulations like this? Regulations like what are you talking about? Well, like the ones in France where they're just uh, they're just kind of uh, really uh, keeping track of all your browsing history. And they're doing that to stop the terrorists. Does that make you feel safe? Well, I, I guess you better you better uh, start uh, upping your social score, and you better start <laughs> learning different languages pretty soon, and making sure that you stay away from any kind of weird porn or anything, you know, so that the government doesn't know that you're into some weird crap. And just you know, be a good person and just be a friend to everybody, and just try to spread love and give a lot of hugs when you can, when it's, you know, when social distancing ends, hopefully at some point and let's just all together and, and let's get together and just like have a big love fest because I think it's about time. I think everybody's been watching too much news and they're trying to spread hate and, you know, division. I think it's, we're too united at this point because we all know they're full of crap. So, you know, I agree. I agree. Get together and, figure this crap out. You know? I, I agree. I agree. You're, you're the best. Thanks for the call, my friend. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, we got to go. We got a break coming up uh, th- again. Thank yeah. you. for uh, Thanks for calling in tonight. Yeah. Take care. Thanks man. You too. Thank you for taking my- You got, you got it, man. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it very much. Okay. So uh, as we, as we continue to talk about this tonight, that's the question, right? Is uh, you see how these things all kind of are intertwined. First, I'm talking about the surveillance state, but then it becomes right. The, uh, the vaccine passports and all the rest of this. There's, there's a lot here. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot to talk about, and what's we're gonna. It's what we're gonna continue doing on this show, not just tonight. Uh, God willing, the days going forward. So uh, that's the question. What do you think? Does this encroaching surveillance state make you feel any safer? And uh, we'll get into more of this and some of the things they're doing to kind of bypass the Fourth Amendment and some other things, which again pisses me off to no end. But I want to know what you think. 702-957-1037. This is Trouble Minds. I'm Michael Strange. Don't go anywhere. More conversation about the surveillance state, safety and security, the Fourth Amendment, and you after the break. Be right back. Finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Broadcasting live from a secret bunker just off the extraterrestrial highway. Somewhere in the desert sands outside of Las Vegas. From somewhere in space time, loosely labeled Generation X on planet Earth. questions of you in earnest into the digital darkness. Good evening and welcome to Troubled Minds Radio. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and it is Thursday night, one of the nights we get together and talk about all the things we're not allowed to talk about. We do this Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific time, and one of those things we can't talk about... You know, aliens, conspiracy, the paranormal, the government, academia, the 24-hour news cycle, propaganda, and the bizarre feeling that we live in the upside down. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM if you want to be part of the show tonight. The number to call is 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also join the Discord. The phone number and the Discord link are at troubledminds.org. It's the official website. It has the podcast. It has the social media. It's got the phone number and the Discord link. Everything you need to know about the show is at troubledminds.org. All right, and tonight we're talking about the surveillance state. France has made a move, and they're trying to push through legislation where they can label a particular group, quote, terrorists. All right? Now, the war on terror, like we've talked about quite a lot on this show, or terror, the war terror, remember uh, George W. Bush, how he used to say, the war on terror. Right. I, I say it awfully. I, I do a terrible impersonation. But it's uh, it is interesting that, uh, like I said, in 2001, the, quote, terrorists were, were the Muslims. Right. That was the narrative. But now in uh, 2021, a mere 20 years later, the the actual terrorists are, uh, you know, white supremacists. Right. The people that were at the January 6th. Uh, <laughs> quote, insurrection. You understand what I'm saying here? Wink, wink. All right. So anyway, that's what we're talking about tonight. We're talking about the surveillance state. And do you feel any safer the more they encroach on your individual freedoms? And so, uh, uh, again, it, France has uh, implemented this thing where they can label the, these terrorist groups and then they can watch their web browsing history in real time and then send notifications to the folks that can 
quote, stop it? Does it make you feel any safer? That's the question. We got a phone call. Uh, let's go to uh, whoever's on the phone. Uh, you are on Trouble Minds with Mike. What is your first name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Daryl from New York City. Daryl, welcome back to the show. How are you? Thanks. How are you doing? Doing very well. Uh, what do you think about this surveillance state stuff? Uh, is, is, is the trade of security for safety a worthwhile thing, or do you think we're screwed if we continue to take that bargain? Well, uh, I think the French always do things first when it comes to certain technology. At least I know as far as uh, the Internet goes, they had it before we did. But um, the one thing about the French is they'll kiss you before they do anything, even if they hate you. They'll still kiss you. You kiss twice even. You kiss on both cheeks, you know, in France. Even if you don't like somebody, you still will kiss them. So <laughs> that shows uh, how, how much you could trust the French, you know, <laughs> on, you know. But um, you got to love them for that, you know, the yeah, French kiss yeah, right. and French fries. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. Know? Freedom fries. I think we changed um, the name to freedom fries. But, but anyway, I digress. Go ahead. <laughs> But in France, you know, I'll tell you, in France, it, it's, it still comes down to um, the Arabs because they have a big problem with their that kind of um, immigration. And it it's definitely goes back to the 9-11 terrorists. But I don't think we've, we were worried about them lately. I, I don't remember being, uh, you know, worried about the Muslims lately. I think we're much more worried about this little pandemic that we're supposedly suffering through. And... I think ignorance is our worst enemy, and educating ourselves is our best friend. So, you know, the more you know, the better off you are. But I don't think they need to know any more about our lives, and I think this is a terrible infringement on our privacy, and it makes me feel very much less safe and not more safe. Exactly, exactly. And so I, I think the thing, like I said, the, the, the part that drives me the most insane about this is that the, the way they changed the definition of terrorist. And so now suddenly they're trying to say, if you voted for the wrong guy, you're a terrorist in this country. You see, like wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And so when, when you have these governments that are basically liars and thieves and they're trying to like blame their own citizens for voting for the wrong guy because, it, you know, they need re-education camps and all this other stupid things they're trying to get across here. It makes us look like a bunch of fools, right? Like, like we're, we're, we all should be banded together raging against the, the surveillance state and nobody's doing it. Like we're, we're still, we're still playing this lefty ratty partisan game and it just makes us all look like a bunch of idiots. Well, we, we are a bunch of idiots. <laughs> we certainly need to be a little more um, intelligent about our decisions and, and who we elect, even, <clears throat> and who we trust. I don't know if we can trust anybody at this point. I think uh, they have been lying. I think we have to realize that whatever they're saying isn't going to be a lie. I don't even believe them about this stuff. I think that's something to cover up something bigger that they're trying to hide, you know? And exactly. what would that be, you know? Exactly. And I was just about to get but into I that. But yeah, but yeah, go ahead. Continue, please. Um, well, I think they got nailed on the um, number of vaccine, de uh, no, not the number of COVID deaths. They were putting the death certificates, you know, they were falsifying death certificates to everybody that died of a hangnail would get, would die of COVID. And apparently, I think they're getting called out on it. They have a hundred page um, letter or a hundred pages of research that the scientists have uh, supposedly put together and got the law behind them, and they're going for it. They're going for, uh, you know, because we have certain um, rules about putting, you know, falsifi falsifying death certificates in our country. 
apparently it's pretty serious business, and they didn't take it very seriously about falsifying it during this pandemic. So it's just one of those things that they've been getting away with to try to, you know, control the narrative, to control, you know, our fears, you know, to control our lockdowns. You know, so this is just one more way to, to do it. And it seems like they have the best technology on their side as well. Um, the IBM is behind this. I mean, I don't think we're about two steps away from them, you know, succeeding in having total control, you know, not just of our, our Internet, but maybe our minds. Exactly. You know? And that's what, they're, that's what they're going after, right? So the entire mass media brainwash, they're coming after it. They want to brainwash us to believe the garbage they tell us every day. But really, though, like I said, who, who's responsible for taking care of you, Daryl? Is it you or is it the government? Well, we put our hands in the government. We certainly blindly trust them to, to take our best interests uh, in hand. And uh, do they have our best interests? Are our interests of any importance to them? You know, are they trying to save lives or take lives? I don't know. It's That's a, it, a good question at this point. <laughs> it certainly is a sloppy difference, isn't it? <laughs> Even though we're talking like it's two very, fine. very binary things, uh, save people or kill people, it's a, it seems to be like a, a very sloppy way to roll these things out. No, I agree with you. I agree with it's you. Not- and, and and if we like if you if you blindly trust the government, I think you kind of get what you deserve, unfortunately. But then but then you're screwing the rest well, of us. Come on, you're, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, wake up, people! Wake up, people! Right? We have to trust them. Look how many people have trusted them already. If everybody that's been vaccinated certainly trusts the government, it's in their best interests, right? And they're suppressing all the information that's negative about it, which is really scary. So, you know. The babies that are getting, you know, the babies, the pregnant people, I mean, are they just going to make sure everyone's sterile by the end of this agenda? I don't know, you know. I just don't know anymore. But they're they're just suppressing the truth and, and controlling, controlling all of the narrative, controlling the media. You can't. Today, I got blocked on Facebook for saying something positive about an alternative treatment. They, they gave me a serious warning. I've never seen a warning. That's serious. I, I might get my Facebook removed just for saying something positive about something else other than the vaccine. Unbelievable. Can you imagine? Yeah, no, and that's, that's exactly it. And, and who it, the hell am I? Well, you're, yeah. you're, well, no, no, you are important because you're an individual and you get to make your own decisions. And that's why you're dangerous, right? You're, yeah. And you see, back, exactly. to, back to my point about the, the slippery description of who is a terrorist and why and so you know like if we allow this this surveillance type stuff to go after the bad guys it's only a matter of time before the definition of bad guy becomes you and becomes me because we want to think for ourselves oh i think it's an excuse yeah yeah this is an excuse to just get more information on on everybody else it's i think it's just um it's a smoke screen they're going to try to get us to, to put a chip in us so they they can tell what diseases we have before we even have them I mean, that's going to be, that's, that's an excuse even. That's for our better good, but that's going to be weaponized. There's no doubt about it, you know, for our own good. Everything's for our own good. You know, I don't believe anything anymore. I'm very, very cynical. I'm, I'm with you, know? you. I'm with you. And it, it, it actually agitated me enough to start a radio show, <laughs> for being honest. Good for you. Good for you. Well, I'm mad and I'm, I'm not going to take it anymore. <laughs> nice. Nice. I, I, I'll keep it up. 
I appreciate you listening. Thank you so much for the call. Uh, Daryl from New York, I uh, look forward to you talking to you soon, okay? Stay safe out there. Don't be afraid Thanks, to think Michael. for yourself. I, I know you're not afraid to think for yourself, but don't don't, don't get gaslighted by the, uh, you know, the, the crowd, the mob. Thanks again. Have a great night, okay? All right. Thanks a lot, Michael. Bye. Thanks. Thanks for calling. Uh, there you go. If you guys want to be part of the show, simple as that. Uh, that's a fantastic call from Daryl there. Uh, that's a second time caller. Look at that. Good stuff, right? I guess it was nice enough to have her call back. I appreciate that a lot. If you guys want to be part of the show, we're talking about the surveillance state. We're talking about perceived safety, right? We're talking about the, the difference between security and safety. And should you have to exchange one to receive the other? And uh, you know what I think. Uh, I, here I am talking about this. Uh, shrugging my shoulders, wondering what the heck is going on. Because clearly, like I said, you get it, what I'm trying to tell you. All right? I hope you get it. Nobody's responsible for you but you. That's it, right? And sure, and I'm not saying everybody uh, doesn't need a help once, a hand up once in a while, right? We should be willing to help each other, right? So we should probably look to our neighbor, right? To our family, to our friends, probably sooner than we should look to the government, in my opinion. Because, of course, you know, the government seems like they're, oh, they're, they're trying to put, put the money to spend the trillions to do this, to do that, to do the thing, right? They're going to make everybody safe, right? They're going to keep everybody nice and secure. But there are strings, there are always strings attached to when you get uh, aid from the federal government. And wait till we get that cashless society. The flat fellow, again, on fire tonight with the chat, says this. A cashless society promises a world of limitation, control, and surveillance, all of which the poorest Americans already have an abundance of, of course. For the most vulnerable, the cashless society offers nothing substantively new. It only extends the reach of the existing paternal bureaucratic state. And uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, that's, that's a, I couldn't agree more. That's exactly what we're getting at. And not only that, and then it starts to uh, criminalize people that have money because then, right, you know where it's being spent. And, you know, as, as we're all fully aware, uh, you know, the Bill of Rights is a really tiny thing. Our rules for the government are like, you know, 10 pages. But then the rules for us are like uh, this, this gigantic, the biggest book you've ever seen of laws and bylaws and, uh, you know, uh, Anyway, I digress. Here we go. Let's go. We got another call. Again, uh, we're doing this live talking about the surveillance state, talking about security versus uh, what is it? Uh, I forgot. Uh, and let's go to the phone call. If you want to be part of, part of the show, 702-957-1037. Join the Discord, troubledminds.org. Let's go to uh, Joe in Florida. What's up, Joe in Florida? You're on Troubled Minds with Mike. How are you? Not too bad. How are you? Doing good, my man. What do you think about all this crazy stuff? Well, I've got my opinions, but if you remember, quite a few months ago, we talked about a school in Pasco County, the school system, uh, sharing the grades of children with the police to predict who was going to be future criminals. Um, we had talked about it on the show, I think, twice. I sent you an article. But anyway, curious you have the show, because about last week, the Department of Education and I think the Department of Justice is investigating the school district and the sheriff's department for using or giving up children's information and grades to the police to put them in a system so that they could be tracked and monitored. Um, if I may, I could read you a quick paragraph, but the sheriff's office manual described this is designed to identify at-risk youth who are destined to a life of crime and use familiar, you know, similar language in at least four other locations. 
it included a rubric, aka algorithm, as we all say, but it included a rubric that put kids in categories based on specific details from an early warning system. An example said that the students could be labeled at risk if the district reported they had gotten a D in a class. And they could go into a more serious category considered off track in quotations if they had gotten an F. So now the newspaper's gotten a hold of it. And the Tampa Bay Times is a pretty liberal paper. Um, has been quietly changing the message. So the sheriff is changing the narrative quietly. So it's being worded as maybe steering kids into a better life. But you probably don't remember, but I do remember the article from last year where the sheriff was showing up at people's places of work, harassing parents about where are your students, where are your kids, they haven't shown up from school, and basically because this program was backing a lot of that up. So in one county, you may have a little bit of pushback, but in general, long term, we're all going to be destined to this. We already are. Yeah, it, that's what really, sucks, you know, right? So they, so they say the United States is great because of that reason, right? So you, you don't like one state, you can move to another. They're different laws. But what happens is the mob is going to continue pressing. They're, they're not going to stop pressing for this. And you're right. There may be sanctuaries from this, these things now, right? From these uh, re- aggressive laws that are uh, just, just draconian in, in scope that the security does not provide safety. But they're, they're going to continue to push that narrative exactly like France here with uh, this article from, uh, from DW.com. France's terrorism risk remains extremely high, says Minister. Look at the language. Be very afraid. You need what we're about to serve you. And here you go. We're going to serve it ice cold and it's not going to feel good. And uh, that's, that's what we're talking about. I and mean, it's sick. This is sick. And uh, I, I think you're right. I think we're destined to it. Unless people wake up and stand up to this garbage, I think we're destined for it. And it, it literally, like the end of humanity as we know it. And, I, and I'm not exaggerating. Like literally autonomy, our own hopes and dreams, right, are going to be crushed by under the, the boot of this. Sorry, go ahead. No, but so let me ask you this. I find the irony funny because yesterday we talked about reincarnation, and I just kept saying, who wants to come back here? Who, who wants to come back here <laughs> and, and come back to this? But, you know, to play, maybe devil's advocate isn't the right word for it, but what happens if we looked at states that have this system versus states that, that don't? I mean, religion, we know. I mean, we have the evidence. We have, we have our own past history to, to garner from our own reflections in history books about why we've gone to war and have killed each other. I don't think any of us want a machine telling us how to behave, but have we figured out how to behave? No, hell no. All throughout history. No, hell no. Exactly. Like as people, we haven't even, we haven't really broached the, uh, the, uh, you know, Shangri-La uh, Kumbaya version of humanity yet. And, but instead, right, instead of allowing it, and, I, and I'm not saying we'll ever get there. I mean, let's be honest, you know, <laughs> like uh, if, if somebody's got a law, a, a law or a pill that will cure the world of just dumb people. I mean, you know, that's different. But, but but I mean, every situation is different, too. There's some people that are just struggling, and it takes every minute of their day, every day just to get by, you know, so God bless them, get by and, you know, survive. But they can't do a thing about it because they're literally locked into a system where they can't be part of it. 
And that's and that's uh, ex- kind of what we're talking about here is, is part of that uh, control of the government is that uh, they give you just enough and then, uh, you know, like, there are strings attached. For instance, let's say this. Let's say they did universal basic income, right? Let's say they just spit it out to everybody. And I took it and I was like, sweet, I'm going to just do troubled minds like hours and hours a day. I'm going to do this like six hours a day and just go crazy, right? And then guess what? They They pull out my UBI because, well, now I'm a dissident. I'm a terrorist, right? Again, like I said, there are strings attached for this. If I'm speaking out against the government that's feeding me, do you think they'll feed me for very long? <laughs> so, and, and here's the thing. I mean, at the least, at the minimum, at the minimum, and I've always said this, at the minimum, the globalists have created a new market just to sell their contracts. You know, it started with Taser, it started with the militarizing of the police force. It started with, you know, red light ticket cameras. Okay, that we fight all the time here in Florida. It started with 9-11, and when we started giving up on an accelerated case, our rights. You know, whether you believe it was an inside job or not. And I always say at the minimum, because in my heart of hearts, I want to believe that whoever's in control has our best interests in mind. But I know, but I know it's true. I know it's not true. I know it's true. So I lie to myself. So when I say at the minimum, I mean, somebody's going to make a profit off of this because there's no other markets to expand into. I've said that before, you know, computers, Bill Clinton, the internet, all those things expanded. Now it's Uber. Those are the next things that expand Wall Street, that expand that money making only to serve the elites. So at the minimum, Somebody's going to be making money off of this, and if they're going to be making money on our backs and our data. You know, Andrew Yang has talked about this, along with the UBI, whatever you think about that. You know, um, the other person said their phone. I know me. I put a piece of tape over my phone. I couldn't open up my phone either. Couldn't figure it out. And it's because it has the daylight sensor on there, so the phone <laughs> would always go dark. It's, it's not know? allowed. So, it's not allowed, Joe. <laughs> You know, it's it, you know, my my daughter just got an iPhone. I told her she keeps messing around. She's gonna get a flip phone. I said, no, I'm taking the iPhone. You know, let them see what I do. But um, you know, it, our government. When you ask the question about like, our government should be a reflection of us. If it was truly a reflection of us, maybe we could have civil discourse on how these things are handled. <laughs> But wait, wait, wait. The government is no longer, the government, but we know it's not a reflection of us. It's a reflection of <laughs> profiteers and lobbyists. Well, no, uh, but, but hold on. Daryl had a good point. We are stupid. And so maybe it is a reflection of us because we allow these things to happen. So maybe, maybe the government and, is so stupid because and, we are and, so and I stupid. I agree with that too. I agree with that also. Some of us, and maybe quite a bit of us, are stupid. And it seems like the stupid ones, a lot of times, are the loudest ones in the room. While here we sit, the OG, the OG people that kind of just want to maybe go to work, make a living, and maybe wave hi to our neighbors and maybe have good fences. But if somebody comes down our block, I need to make sure that my neighbor, I've said this before, has my back and I have my neighbor's back. Because what else do you have left? Yeah, once it breaks down, that's it. It's a wrap. And if you have your neighbors already fighting each other, forget it. Forget about it. Wait, we got to take a break, man. You got, uh, you got 30 seconds. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> um, you know, most of the time I, I'm against it today. That's what I see. You know, after you do watch the news and you see crime and 
people getting stabbed for no and all this stuff. And even though the cops wouldn't be there in time, today particularly, I'm like, oh, I'll do it, put the cameras up, who cares? But it's only because I lose faith. And as a funeral director, I lose faith a lot from what I see in humanity. So it's everybody's perspective is different. So I can I buy that. With that. Good night. I, I can buy that. I appreciate it, Joe. That's Joe from Florida, funeral director there, a uh, longtime listener of the show. Thanks for calling, my friend. God bless you and the family. Talk to you soon. You guys want to be part of the show. We're talking about the surveillance state. We're talking about uh, security versus safety. How much should you give up? Should you be okay with them literally tracking you in real time and sending a, I don't know, sending the goon squad? <laughs> don't go anywhere. More after the break. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Welcome back to Troubled Minds. I'm your host, Michael Strange. We are streaming on Facebook, YouTube, and DLive. We are broadcasting live on the Fringe FM. Tonight, we're talking about the surveillance state. We're talking about your security versus your safety, and should you have to give up... I'm sorry. I said that wrong, but you get my meaning. How much... Do you give up to the surveillance state for the illusion of safety? That's what I want to know. Give us a call. We're uh, streaming this live. Tongue-tied tonight. It's weird. Most nights, all good. Tonight, tongue-tied. 702-957-1037. Join the Discord, troubleminds.org. That's 702-957-1037. Yeah, weird. Weird, right? Brains work in weird ways. Some some days I call this automatic talking, right? Where you just uh, you go, right? I got an idea and you just go. You got some uh, source material to lean on and you just uh, you just roll and talk about this stuff. Other times uh, it's it's difficult. <laughs> it's difficult to even uh, say your name. And so we're gonna call call me a uh, tongue tied Mike tonight. Okay, but anyway, we've got. Uh, so we're talking about this. We're talking about uh, France has instituted uh, the ability uh, to track terrorists in real time now. Okay, meaning uh, not with a, a microchip or anything like this, but we're talking about their direct web history. So let's say they put you on a watch list and you're authorized in France to be able to uh, to be tracked. Now, if not only are they tracking your phone calls, they've already been doing this, but now they're looking for additional ways because they can't catch the quote terrorists, right? They can't catch them. So what happens is they uh, put you on this other list where they're, they're monitoring your internet access 24 hours a day through what I'm calling the digital eye of Sauron for those people that are out there listening and know uh, are familiar with the Lord of the Rings. It's the all seeing eye, right? And uh, I'll let you uh, make the connection there. But but that's that's what's happening. And so in real time, if you if you go to a particular website in France now uh, and you're on this list, 
then of course now of course the list is not transparent you can't get a, a copy of this list they don't know who's on the list it's behind the government wall right like there's a problem because of course the governments change their definition of what a terrorist is on a daily damn basis all right because they have threats from all over the place perceived threats people like me people like you that think for yourselves that think for ourselves that say hey look if you continue to push these things this surveillance state and we lose our freedom over it, we have a problem, right? There's, I mean, aren't we the ones who allow the government to govern us with our consent? Isn't that the way this goes in the West? I'm pretty sure that's the way this goes. And so as a result of it, we have the right to be angry about these things. But again, the more you talk about this, the more you do a radio show, I can't even tell you how many lists I'm probably on because of this show. And I don't care. I don't give a damn. You know why? Because I'm speaking the truth that's important to me. And uh, we, we all should have that right. And uh, we all should have, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's go, let's go to John. We got John in uh, Facebook jail. I'm pretty sure he's on Discord here. But uh, this is what we're talking about tonight. And like I said, how much of your security are you willing to give up for safety? Right? I think, is that, uh, I probably said it wrong. Again, like I said, tongue-tied tonight. What's up, John? Welcome to the show. John from Facebook Jail here on your uh, mic with troubled minds. You see? I can't even speak. <laughs> it's the IPA, I think. <laughs> Where do you go? Say that again? I said it might be the IPA. It's sounding pretty sweet right now, I tell you that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. It could be. So so what do you think about all this stuff? The surveillance state and uh are you willing to give up your liberty for the uh the illusion of security? Do you think that's a good thing? I don't have to be willing to give it up. It's already been given up, you know, thirty years ago, maybe even forty. Um, here's the thing. The United States post office well really, you know, if you want to do the Islamic extremism thing that's over in France, if you wouldn't ever have formed Israel, we wouldn't be worried about, you know, the Muslims coming to France in the first place. And then we wouldn't have to worry about the extensive racism or that they claim out there and all kinds of stupid stuff. But here that's near neither here nor thou. But um if you want to talk about uh, surveillance state, so think about it this way. We know they do phone wiretaps. Uh, they already go through your mail. The United States Post Office being under international contract to always deliver your mail. Can't slow your mail down, but they can record it. So if we, even in wartime, like let's say we get in a world war with everyone and everyone hates us and we're fighting them all, we still have to deliver mail from every country we're at war with if it's coming to the United States because of the international treaties. Um, so what the United States has done is started to scan everyone's mail. And it's so convenient because you can get your mail the same day sent to your email or even the day before. So, you know, it's coming in your mailbox. They do that as like a theft deterrent. Well, that's all database. And now what people don't realize what that is, uh, with the expansion of the Patriot Act and the Patriot Act as it was formed back in 2001, um, they do not need a warrant to get your internet history. So if they want to expedite the process of finding out what you have in the mail, the best thing they can have is you check box. You want to see what's coming up in advance in your mail. Cause it, because now it's a, it's an internet transaction. It's, it's recorded online. They don't need a warrant for that anymore. So, you know, for the United States, for us to act like, Oh my God, it's coming here is just, it's, it's so late. It's like, okay, you guys caught on now. 
this is like 30 year old news here in the United States. France is just now getting on the bandwagon uh, because they don't have as much surveillance as we do in the United States. I mean, we're really up there with China already. And a lot of people don't realize it. Last year, uh, Operation Legend uh, through Donald Trump, uh, you know, they expanded uh, surveillance CCTV in every major city. Look up. And they used it on their child uh, sex trafficking was the reason for it. And they actually caught a lot of sex traffickers. I think they already knew who the sex traffickers were. And that was like their cover story to put in more cameras everywhere to get rid of rioters. But I mean, yeah, there's already cameras everywhere. We already, facial recognition is old technology. Uh, You know, you, you get on your cell phone or you have, you know, any type of uh, Siri or your normal cell phone or even your car Bluetooth uh, in the user agreements if it's based off AWS, uh, Google Azure, or, um, or Microsoft Azure or Google is what I should say, not Google Azure because that doesn't exist. But if it's based off one of those three, they all have it in the user agreements. If you're using one of their, you know, pro- if you're using a product that uses their internet service, which is you know your ISP connected through Amazon because they own forty percent of the internet here in the United States, um, you're already surrendering your you know vocal signals to them as part of the user and agreement so unless like if if you guys are really concerned uh, like really concerned about this you would take every piece of electronic equipment in your house and throw it outside your house set it on fire or you know donate it to a local shelter or bring it to me because i could sell it on ebay and make some money <laughs> well, but, well ahead, let's get your p.o box <laughs> yeah there's a p.o box don't worry the government will know when you're sending it to me, so it's all right. But, you know, for us as Americans to be like, oh, no, it's coming here, it is blind. It is so blind because it's here, it's been here for 20 years. They know if you're buying a hooker, and they don't really care, okay? Uh, you know, if, if you're if you're getting mail-ordered drugs from China, they know, but they're not stopping it. Because here's the root of the problem. When it comes down to the individual person here in the United States, it's always better to get the big fish. If they wanted to late, like I'm probably on 50 watch lists because I got, <laughs> I bet I got you I'm on 51. I'm on 51 list, yeah. man. I got you by one. <laughs> yeah. I have too many guns. I know way too much about cybersecurity. Uh, you know, I went to too many protests and plate armor. I mean, it's just, it's just too much. So I know I'm on watch lists and they're not beating down my door. Uh, they're probably just watching every single fucking thing I do. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, are we on the air? Damn it. I'm Why? so sorry. Come on. My man. bad, man. You guys are I, killing me. All right, go ahead. Continue. Now you know. Go. I'm so used to calling on third hour and I'm 15 minutes early on it. Yep. You're good. good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll, finish. I'll beat myself with a whip later uh, in atonement. But here's the thing. Um, I don't know. It's just deranged. It's really deranged to think that um, – we are not already doing this in the United States. And really to think France isn't doing this already is, is kind of out there too. I mean, the divisive nature of our country is definitely engineered. So I think really some people need to do some research on Operation Legend, which was held by Donald Trump last year. I think people need to do some research. Uh, I just read what happened with the Patriot Act when we fought uh, with the Middle East you know, back to 2001, see what the Patriot Act got expanded to. Yeah, look up the trade agreements that we have for or mail delivery 
and, and the international agreements on that. And, and honestly, if you send FedEx or UPS, that's even worse because they're not held to the same standards as USPS. Um, they can actually hold your mail. They can do all kinds of stuff because of their user agreement not being government regulated or internationally regulated to a trade agreement. Um, so they could slow everything down and check everything parcel by parcel. That's the reason why USPS is the largest drug dealer in the world, uh, because everything comes in by mail and then they have no choice but to deliver it and they can't slow it down. Five days is five days. If they're late, it carries penalties. And, and if they're too much later than that, and it's, you know, internationally, like if it's an international document that can carry diplomatic weight, uh, that would be our liability as a country. So we don't really have time. Uh, they treat everything like it's all international mail is basically what I'm trying to say. Because if they don't and there is a mishap going to an embassy, um, the uh, F word, it does not quite dis- give the <laughs> expression the, the proper the proper oops. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. No, no, no. But but okay, but that's the thing. And so I know it, you know it, right? You you said you're in uh you're in IT, right? So you're you're actually kind of yeah. ear to the ground with a lot of this stuff. And so but you got to understand, there's a lot of people that don't really get uh how like how ubiquitous this is and how it's encroaching further and further. Like I said, it, is, it exists. I'm talking about France now because it's in the news, right? Because I can actually point to this and say, hey, but I'm we're about to pivot and get into the United States and where they're doing the same stuff and why, again, that uh, back to the Patriot Act, like you said, is that uh, like, okay, the example I gave during one of the commercials is this, right? In, in 2001, uh, they they ended up uh, doing a uh, right like the the Patriot Act. They're like, oh, we're going to stop terrorism, right? Terra, terra, right? But then what happened? You showed up to the the post, uh, not the post office, the airport, and they just felt you up, right? That's what happened. And they they weren't pulling out guns out of people's back pockets or anything. They were just you know continually feeling you up. And not only that, then they audited them, and then they they didn't even have like any like level of success against people that were you know kind of checking to see if they were doing their job. People were smuggling and crap all the time. So it's like, really? So the only thing that really changed was they started feeling us up. You know what I mean? Like nothing else really changed other than it was like, all right, I see that dude over there. He looks sketchy. Let me, let me run this wand over his hand, which happens to me every damn time I go into an airport, by the way, you know, cause you know why? I, I think I know why I'm not like a, a, a particularly large or menacing or scary looking dude, but I'm always watching around me because I never know when some crazy mofo is going to do some crazy stuff, right? I'm I'm that guy. Like I'm always just watching, right? Like, and it's it's not paranoia. It's just nobody looks after me but me, right? Nobody looks after Mrs. Strange but us, and so I'm always on the watch. And so because I'm alert, they pull me out of line and they want to check me for gunpowder and crap like this. It's unbelievable, man. So like I said, nothing changed except the illusion. Right, and here yeah, we are. I agree with that. And here we and are talking say about those fill-ups. Okay, when I go through the line to get on an airplane, which is few and far between, I pay for that extra service. Okay, I got to make sure I get frisked, or I have not had a complete TSA experience. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Let me ask you this: Have you actually been able to Google your own junk uh, leaked from TSA? Have you been able to do that yet? Because I have. No, I'm looking. I, 
I've been checking for my, Michael Strange's flight junk. Uh, it's not it's not sh- showing up in a search term yet, but I want to know. Let me know if if yours pops up because uh, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It'll come with six red flags and, and a touchdown. But uh, what I'm saying, guys, what you really got to realize when it comes to you know our cybersecurity and all that. Um, these let's let's talk about traffic cameras for a minute. Uh, if you're driving around um, and you go through an automatic license plate reading station uh, and the image is popped and it's every time someone drives through an image is taken of their license plate. Anyways, it doesn't matter if you're speeding or not. It's always recorded. And then if you go down another street and you pass a CCTV camera, you know, you're recorded there too. Well, all this data is contracted and the United States government has mandated that anything electronic has to be stored for 10 years, including emails. Uh, and that's a pretty long period of time. So your emails aren't safe. Uh, you can't tinfoil hat that one. But uh, what it comes down to is these recordings go to a private company's data warehouse, which is basically a giant AWS, Amazon web service. It's all filed on a server. And uh, what, police agencies can do is they can contract with them to be provided information um, without getting a warrant, which they wouldn't need a warrant because it's an electronic transmission and they technically can do it. But, you know, major companies can just, they would rather monetize and make it easy than have the government constantly hacking them and dosing their accounts. So they say, if you pay us X amount of dollars, you don't have to have a stringent IT department to hack us all the time. We'll just give you the information you want. So that's kind of where everything is now. So uh, if you think China has uh, a thumb on you, look at the United States, okay? Because we're, we have the same data tracking. Facial recognition is everywhere. You can't even go to Walmart right now. I'm going to tell you something about Walmart. When Bill Gates took over Walmart, <laughs> he data collection in there. And the first thing he did in their security systems is put in – they, after they put in those little self-checkout things, they put in the uh, scanner that plays a video of you or a recording. It records you on your little checkout thing while you're doing it. One, that's a social engineering thing to say, hey, we're watching you. Don't steal something. I see you didn't swipe that banana. You better swipe that banana. Uh, but – What's really important to know about that is that was where facial recognition was taking off and being studied. So 10 years ago, when those things came out, it was when facial recognition was already here and already being used. Now, all Walmarts have facial recognition in them and is stored a data warehouse through Microsoft. And if you guys think that your healthcare is even safe, well, Microsoft is... The reason why Bill Gates is so big into vaccines and stuff like that, Microsoft specifically targets hospitals for uh, their cloud system, the OneDrive. So if you go through any major hospital that has uh, a cloud, so that way they could talk to other sections of their hospital remotely, well, you're more than likely going through Microsoft. It's just how they've all divvied up the internet. Microsoft said, we'll take healthcare. Um, and, and so when you see things being talked about, like um, 
like, let's say the vaccine passport. Well, what does the vaccine passport do? Well, Microsoft loves data. Uh, Bill Gates, you know, when he established his empire, it was based off the data that he had used to monopolize a market. Well, now, if you look at like Doc Vader, have you ever seen his podcast? Negative, no. Oh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He he started to pick up on it. But here's the thing. He talks about doctors are just click the boxes nowadays. There's no free thinking. Everyone's clicking the boxes. Well, that's because everything's transferring to Microsoft and data collection. Everything's about data. Um, so when you have that system coming in, if Bill Gates were to get something like a vaccine passport or something like that passed, it would set up the precedent that a company has a right to access your medical files if it so deems so that way all of the medical files that are saved on microsoft systems could then be transferred and studied as a mass data collection pool so basically they could use the information from even your healthcare files to study like let's say you have lymphoma they can use everyone's data with lymphoma all over again um in, in mass data collections and set up charts or whatever but either it's just databasing, but there, there's no aspect of American society that is not watch tracked or just there's, there's, if you think for a second, you go through a single day without being watched on anything, you're delusional. You've been watched. You're always going to be watched and it's too late to stop it. The only way you're going to stop it is if you're Amish. <laughs> wait, wait. What was well, sure? Maybe, sure, maybe. I've got some actual legislation that's coming up that uh, supposed to be have bipartisan support. We're going to talk about that as we keep going tonight. That, but I mean, uh, maybe yes. I, I, I'm not with you in that uh, it can't be stopped. I think, like I said, you know, like we are the governed, and we are governed. Uh, we are we are actually governed uh, by our consent. Okay, and so if enough people like literally take to the streets like they did in Hong Kong. Well, who knows? Maybe there'll be another pandemic. But <laughs> I mean, you know, like that's just tinfoil hat stuff. But but if we all take the streets by the millions and be like, no, we're not doing this. Do I, I think I think it can change, man. And again, you know, not burn things down, not destroy things, not not kill people or ruin people. Nothing like this. Just literally like if, if people took to the streets tomorrow and said, nope, we're not doing this, uh, this this uh, surveillance state thing. And it needs to be changed today. They could change it like it's possible. These things are possible to change. It's not like, like, like again, you just prohibit police from purchasing uh, data from third parties. Simple as that, right? That's one of the big amendments that needs to be made as part of the fourth, fourth and uh, sorry, it's the fourth amendment. Yeah. So that's one of the things that needs to change and they need to change it. But again, like I said, this is brand new breaking today, and I'm going to get to that bill in a little bit as we continue talking about this, but nobody is talking about that in particular because it can change things. Because again, you turn on Fox and CNN and all these other jerks, and what are they doing? They're talking about just the same football. They kick back and forth. It's the same dumb stuff. It's possible, man. We can change it. I, 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 I'm going to say, hey. I, I agree with you 100% other than I think it can't be changed. I think that we have, we have the ability to make it happen, and I think we just need to go stand up and say, hey, enough is enough. And so, yeah, so we got like a, we got like a minute left to finish this out. So I'm going to give you 30 seconds. This is John from uh, – from, uh, go ahead and uh, tell, us, tell us what show you're on, man. Hey, uh, Tim and I do uh, 
Full Timothy on DLive.com or TV. Uh, the only thing I want to add to that, man, is uh, user agreements will replace legislation. So even if we don't have police officers paying for uh, data warehouse information, it can still be donated or they could use the Patriot Act to subpoena it anyway. So you'd have to repeal the Patriot Act totally. Okay. Which, uh, which again, so if we know these things, we can stand up and demand it, right? I, th- I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Terrorists. The, 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 but the terror, the terrorists. Exactly. Terrorists, Mike. <laughs> the terrorists. They're here. They're out to get us. John, you're the best. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> I appreciate you calling. Have a great night, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right, that's that's John from uh, he does a he does a uh, a show with uh, uh, Tim from Georgia, the Tinfoil Timothy, and uh, go check them out. Uh, they, they their links are in uh, everything that we do here, so you can uh, you can actually just uh, scroll down and click, and you'll find them there. But anyway, as we finish this up tonight, I, I think the thing is that like, I, I do not believe that it's too late. Okay, because people are waking up. And I think many people agree with that, that if you go out and you look and you listen to and you, 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 it's why they have to crack down harder, because they understand that people are becoming wise to the scam. And the scam is this. They feed us the illusion of security by stealing our freedom. And eventually enough people will catch wind of this and realize maybe if we all stand together arm in arm peacefully. We can demand change. And that's the whole reason of doing the show. And that's why we do it. And that's why we get together and talk about these things. Again, great call there from uh, from uh, John from Tinfoil Timothy. And uh, we're done. We're done for the night. So this is the thing, right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we get together and talk about all this crazy stuff. Troubled minds, right? Troubled minds. It's a, it, it, it encompasses a lot of things. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for all the great calls tonight. I don't know. You know, I, I don't have the answers here. If I did, this would be the answer show. It's not. Well, we're done. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, guys. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thanks for listening. From our trouble lines to yours, have a great night. We are out of here. Stay tuned for Joe Roop Lighting the Void. Or if you're listening on uh, DLive, Facebook, or YouTube, another hour of Troubled Minds. So we're not actually done done. So we got another hour left. We got one more hour of Troubled Minds. So if you guys are, uh, again, on DLive, Facebook, or YouTube, hang out for another hour. We are still taking your calls. We're still talking about the surveillance state. Now, I've got some stuff that uh, exactly John was talking about. There's legislation happening that is going to be, uh, what's it going to be? It's going to be hopefully a step in the right direction. But we have to demand this goes through. All right, we have to demand there's to demand there's no shenanigans with this. So hang around for that. We'll talk about this. Uh, it's possible. I think these things are possible. Enough people have to be aware, and enough people have to demand it. So what we're going to do right now is take a quick two minute break. So you do your thing. Go uh, hit the restroom. Put the kids in bed. Uh, grab some popcorn. Top off your drink. 
whatever you got to do. We'll be back for one more hour of Troubled Minds. And uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So two-minute break, two-minute break, hit it, and we will be right back. I'm going to put the phone number up. Still looking to hear from you. 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. And boom, two-minute break commercial. Be right back. Two minutes. More Troubled Minds coming up. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. You're right. I did mute you. <laughs> I was talking to you guys. I even opened a beer. Third hour, mic's off the air. That's it? No, no. We're still doing our thing. I, I guess I clicked the wrong button. Like I said, radio is not my superpower, I promise. All right, so we're uh, we're finishing this up. A couple-minute break. Let's uh, wind this down. I'm back. Am I still muted? Am I still muted? Am I really still? No, 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 no. Things, no, no. No. Now, now you, now you're fibbing to me. Now you're fibbing to me. All right. So we're talking about the surveillance state tonight. I did mute you for a sec. Sorry about that. I'll, uh, I'll fix that in. I'll fix that in post processing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't go anywhere because we got one more hour of troubled minds. If you didn't hear any of that. But okay, here we go. This is the deal. We're still talking about the surveillance state and doing our thing tonight. And uh, we're taking your phone call, 702-957-1037, if you want to join the Discord, troubledminds.org. I think that, uh, I think that uh, I'll check, uh, check DLive, but if your chat's coming through Black Magic Warlock, I see you there on DLive. I think it's, it should be streaming there. Is it not? Can anybody else uh, verify DLive is not working for me? Black Magic Warlock says it's not working, so uh, and we're not streaming there. I think if I'm reading chat from it through Restream, I think we should be good. Uh, but okay, I'll check that in just a sec here. We've got a phone call. Let's go to this phone call, which is, let's see, where are we at? I think this is, hold on, hold on. This may be, this may be a first-time caller. I'm not sure. I have no idea who this is. You never know what you're going to get. Life is life, a, like like box of chocolates. Welcome to Troubled Minds. You're on, uh, you're on with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? My name is Eric Washington. I'm calling from Clinton, Illinois. Eric, how you doing, my friend? Welcome to the show. What's on your mind tonight? What's up? I was thinking about Bob Lazar lately, but um, I'm interested to hear what the surveillance tapes are you got. Okay, so it's not necessarily surveillance tapes, but here, here's the thing, right? Now, uh, France recently instituted something so they can catch the terrorists, all right? And so they're going to be able to put people on a list and then track their data in real time. So if a particular person, let's say you, are put on the terrorist list, Eric, they, were, they will be able to actually go after you and see what websites you access in real time. And if you hit particular ones... They will uh, be able to, you know, ding, ding, ding. The bell rings and the boots are on the ground and they're, the boots are on your neck. You see? So, that you know, it's one thing, right, when you're like, oh, people will be safe. Safety. All right? But then, right, safety and freedom. There's two very different things here. So, like I was saying as we started the show tonight, who's responsible for taking care of you? It's you, Me. right? It's you, I'm right? So. Exactly. It's you. So you're not going right. to sit around when, the, when the, the house is burning down and wait for the government to show up and save you. You're going to get your ass out of that house. Am I right? Right. Exactly. And so that's, that's kind of the point here is that uh, there's this illusion of security uh, exchanging for freedom. It's, it's not a good exchange. It's just not because it's an illusion. It's nothing. It's, uh, again, like I said, so that's what we're talking about tonight, meaning that, uh, for instance, 2001 happened, 9-11, 2001, what happened? 
they said, we're going to be more safe because we're going to have all this surveillance and all this stuff going on. But then you just go to the airport and you get your junk felt up. Right. Like that's what happened. Like right. n- not much else changed. Like it was still the same sort of stuff. Right. But, you know, even the audits they did, like I was saying earlier, they kind of got through. And, you know, they, they actually, you know, tried to test the TSA people and they didn't have a damn thing. They would miss everything. But sh- they sure got the boobs and the junk. Right. They sh- they were sure taking the x-rays of your your naked body and passing around and chuckling behind the scenes. Right. Like that was happening. But were they catching the terrorists? Of course not. Of course not. It, it, it's just a stupid thing. But anyway, that's what we're talking about tonight. But go ahead. What's on your mind? Oh, um, a comment on that. Um, haven't we been doing that? Like the CIA and Edward Snowden when he came out and he said that. How many years ago was that? I don't know, like 2014, I want to say. Right. So my whole thought about that is if if they are catching terrorists and they're looking, they happen to look at what I look up, that's fine with me. I don't, I don't, I don't have anything embarrassing enough to where some guy on a computer a billion miles away, you know what I mean, can see that I'll never meet in person. I don't care if he has to look through a million of me to find one terrorist, then I think that's a good thing. I don't care if he has to look at my porn. I don't care if he has to look at my YouTube videos or my Facebook, whatever, my Facebook messages, just to make sure that's cool with me, honestly. Okay, so you so so but but hold on. Just, go ahead, go ahead. Continue, continue. That's just my that's just my thought of it. Okay. Except except the thing if is right all, if they but if they're coming to get you, they're coming to take you out nobody's going to be there to save you. So basically they're collecting information on you to use it against you. You see? So like, like I said, you're responsible to take care of you right in the end. If you dial it, like if shit hits the fan, we're off the radio now so we can, we can curse. It's all good. If you say, if shit hits the fan and you dial nine one one and you just sit there and wait and shit's hitting the fan all around you, dude, you at some point you have to be able to take care of yourself. And so, like I said, the whole point of that is that, yeah, if you give up all of your freedom and the whole point of this, the conversation is this tonight. Yeah, you may have nothing to hide and that's cool, right? Good on you, man. Like you're, you're doing the thing, right? That's fine. But just because you have nothing to hide doesn't mean you can hand it over to the government and they need access to it. And we have, we have uh, actual a fourth amendment that says, Hey, you need a warrant for that information. They need not only probable cause, they need a judge's signature to go look for a particular thing. And right. That's, that's supposed to be a freedom we have, but instead it's not, it's like, it's like this huge digital net that they're just casting out to get whatever they can get whenever they can get it. But you understand. So you don't have anything to hide and I get that, but it doesn't matter. They have to work for it to get you. You understand? Like, like there's a really large, like, 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 like difference there between the two things. And I, like I said, God bless you. Good on you for not having anything to hide. That's a good thing, man. But for crying out loud, what about the rest of us? Right? What if, what if, uh, you know, you ran a traffic light or what if, you know, you didn't pay your taxes in 2019 or, you know, 1999, you know what I mean? Like things like this. They have the data on us. They they know, but they shouldn't. That's kind of the point. So anyway, off my soapbox. Back to you, my friend. By the way, uh, by the way, uh, Tam in the chat says Eric sounds scary as fuck. Your, your voice is deep, bro. <laughs> it's scary as fuck. Go right ahead, sir. Yeah, sorry. I got it. I got Darth Vader. 
going on. Darth Vader, yeah. But yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, but I want to, I want to, uh, I saw the conspiracy and aliens, uh, whole part of you. And I was wondering how deep you got into that. I was thinking about Bob Lazar lately. I just saw the Netflix documentary and I was wondering your thoughts on it. Uh, Bob Lazar is an interesting one. It's, it's a, that one does go a little bit deep. And so I'll tell you that, uh, from what I've seen about Bob Lazar, um, I'm suspicious of his quote handlers. And I'll say it like this. Um, many times he's done interviews by himself and he's uh, he's kind of throwing softball questions in some cases, or he has people sitting next to him that kind of change the subject when particular things come up, right? So that in, a, in and of itself makes me a little bit suspicious of him. I don't know. Like, he seems like a genuine dude. To me, I think that it's possible that he was probably tricked. I think that maybe he was uh, used inadvertently uh, without him knowing as a disinformation agent. That's my take on Bob Lazar, just in a nutshell. I think that's probably more accurate uh, for him to get information out that they wanted out uh, as a leaker. Because, of course, you know, you don't just get into those bases without going, undergoing rigorous background checks and all the rest of this. Does this guy talk? Does he spread information? Of course they knew that. They knew he, had, he was having problems with his wife. They knew he was, his wife was having an affair with the massage therapist. Or I'm sorry, it was not that. It was the, the pilot. She was taking pilot lessons and having an affair with the pilot that was teaching her. They knew all these things, right? So I think they actually got him as a compromised individual, in my opinion, and uh, used him by feeding him information they knew he would leak. That's my opinion on Bob Lazar. Right. The whole prostitute thing really threw me off when they said he was running some type of prostitute ring or whatever. Yeah. Uh, ra- racketeering or something uh, with a website or something like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, something with that. yeah, I mean, there's a whole, there's a lot of it there that uh, it, it makes me suspicious. What do you think about Bob Lazar? You believe him? Did he reverse engineer UFOs? Uh, I kind of, I want to, because I watched this one video of where he really, you really uh, explained how the engine works of the UFO. And to me, it was just like way over my head. And for a guy like that to understand and to be able to just spit it back out like he did, I think he has something going on. But it's very likely he could be disinformation because he got into that base so quick. You know what I mean? It was the way he explained himself getting in. It's just like, yeah, I had an interview, they signed me up, had my badge, went through orientation, I had my hands on UFOs. Exactly. And that's when a red light buzzed off for me. Exactly. You can't even get into Amazon that fast, right? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Right. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, yeah, like, like there's, there's some suspicious things. So, yeah, for sure. It is in the purview of this show, but it's not the topic tonight. Uh, can I ask you, uh, how did you find us? Did you find us on Facebook? Yeah, I did. Okay, cool, cool. All good. So, uh, okay, so uh, we uh, we go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 p.m. Pacific, and we talk about all this stuff. Tonight we're talking about the surveillance state. Other times we uh, we kind of talk about George Knapp and uh, some of the up-to-date UFO information and all the rest of this. We stay on top of all of it, try and make sure everybody understands, at least from my point of view, uh, what people should be paying attention to out there. So uh, I appreciate the call tonight. Anything else while we got you on the phone? Yeah, uh, can I ask you a quick question? Yeah, go ahead. What is your, how do I word this? What is your most believable UFO alien story? 
Like, is it Barney Hill, Betty Andreessen? What makes you a hundred percent believer that aliens exist? I'm, I'm not a hundred percent believer. Besides the whole, besides the whole, huh? I'm not a hundred percent believer. <laughs> so, I, I think okay. So oh, I think man. there are there are there are compelling cases. Uh, Dr. David Jacobs is one who spent a, a bunch of time going into the uh, abduction phenomena. Uh, look into that if you have if you haven't heard of the guy. Another one would be uh, the Betty and Barney Hill, uh, kind of the OG. Uh, uh, alien abduction case. Another one might be uh, Travis Walton, from the Fire in the Sky movie. So th- there are some compelling cases, but again, I'm not convinced that uh, this is what's happening because just because of the the hands of the government that's involved in so many things. That uh, yeah, so so I'm not I'm not totally convinced. We've had people call in and say they've actually been abducted themselves, you know. So everything is kind of like an individual journey. So so yeah. Right on. Right on. What about you? What's your most compelling case? And then we'll, we'll move on. We got a caller right behind you. Betty Andreessen. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Have you? I have not. So uh, can you brief us on that? Uh, you got like one more minute just uh, just so we can share the love here tonight. Okay. So four grays dropped down. Um, they freeze her family, right? Her family's frozen. Uh, she has to miss their hungry. And she starts making beef because she's nervous, right? So she's making this beef. And they go, no, our food is knowledge. Um, we need knowledge for our food. And so they take her on this, uh, they take her out to the UFO, take her on this uh, wild trip, psychedelic trip. She's seeing huge, gigantic psychic worms and shit. And um, she goes into this chair, right? And this glass shell fills over her and it fills up with the syrup and the syrup's filling up with her mouth. And then this shit sends her to another dimension. And she's seeing all this geometrical pattern and shit. But I'm probably over a minute. You're good. You're good. Uh, you're good. Uh, so, so okay. So, so I hadn't heard of that. So, can you can you uh, say the name slowly again? I'll look into this one. I haven't heard of this. Betty Andreessen. Andreessen. Betty Andreessen. Okay, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'm going to type in the chat so I can go back and find it. Betty Andreessen. A N D R I E S E N. Something like that. E A S S A N. Okay, got it, got it. I'll be able to find it. I appreciate it, my man. Thank you for the call tonight, Eric. First time caller. Uh, thanks for uh, finding us and giving a call. We do three days a week, man. We talk about all kinds of stuff, and some nights we do literally like UFOs all night long. So you're definitely in the right place. Thanks for thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. Awesome. I'll be calling again. Right on. Thank Thanks, you. bro. Thanks, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Uh, appreciate that a lot. Uh, there you go. First time caller. Simple as that. Uh, you guys can uh, be on the show. Give us a call, 702-957-1037, and uh, there you go. It's kind of a after third hour's really open forum, kind of like this. We're going to continue talking at Surveillance State, but uh, there we go. We got a little bit of aliens in tonight, which is uh, fantastic. Let's go to uh, Beachwood in Massachusetts. What's up, buddy? You're on uh, Trouble Minds with Mike. How are you, my friend? Hey, what's up? What's up? Going yo, yo. well. Yo, yo. Uh, surveillance State, that's a uh, – we did – talked about this before on some episodes it's uh, it's bad surveillance state is bad and you know people need to wake up and realize that it only leads to more control when you when you give in and uh, if you're comfortable with with surveil i want to be on every list because i'm just they can watch my house for free i don't have to put in a security system i don't care they they never come i want them to come but um you know the more f- freedom you give them to watch you, that's fine. But then they ask to be more invasive. So it, it's it's one thing we already are in the system and recorded, you know, almost since birth. 
uh, here in Massachusetts, if you have a baby at Mass General, uh, almost as soon as it's born, they put a little bracelet on it, and it's called the hug system. So if that child were to go outside a perimeter of, you know, that floor, the hospital locks down. But, you know, that's hooked up to an electronic monitoring system. And nowadays from birth, you are in some sort of technological system being monitored almost directly from birth. And, you know, it's off and on as you go through life. But uh, with the way things work, with technology, the way it's going with other things, especially with the thing like with the Neuralink, and that's now it's really popular. It pops up, and, you know, a lot of people talk about it. People are, like, dead on saying it's going to happen. So at what point do they ask, you know, for a warrant for your Neuralink, if that were to happen, if they were to get that technology, could they actually know what you think and get to that point? Because now they can watch you all the time, but they still can't read your mind. Not that we know of. You can still not say everything that you know. Uh, you can still try to lie. You can still say mm, not the whole truth or incorrect statements. Um, you could say that you know something that you really don't know. And nowadays that's all based. You have to figure that out other ways. But if the point is just when you give them a foot, they take a mile and we live in a society that ethics isn't real. It's, it's a nice idea. I like it. It's a concept, but in reality, it's survival of the fittest and the fittest uh, in control. And they figured out how to do it through fear, power, technology, ruthlessness. Um, you know, a lot of other things go into it, power, persuasion. And it's just a scary thing. It, um, I love this story. There's an example. It's about Stalin. That, uh, he took a chicken and he plucked it when it was alive. And it was all bloody and all messed up and in terrible, terrible pain. And he put it down and then he had crumbs in his pocket and he started feeding it crumbs and the chicken followed him around and it was his pet. And he said, see, look, I just tortured the thing. All I got to do is throw it crumbs and it's going to follow me. And the government functions the same way sometimes. I'm not saying it's that bad now here in America, but if you look through our history, Governments do get that bad. And you look at all the war, and um, it's possible. That's the only thing. So I'd say, you know, as least surveillance as possible. It's, um, and that, that's, see, I'm an alien. I question what's wrong with you, human, human beings. You, you have to create a system where you have to monitor each other. You don't trust each other. And is it possible for the human race to, like, not do that? Or is it supposed to be that way? Is there supposed to be a hierarchy where some humans are expendable and some aren't? I, I certainly hope not. I mean, that that's the thing, right? It's I like hope a, not either. I don't, I, don't, I don't want it to be that way. But I, I'm not, a, uh, like, a pessimistic person either. But, like, I know that the bad things exist in those. So to be aware of them 
you can try to avoid them, prevent them, deal with them differently. Yeah, I and I agree. Like uh, the whole reason of doing this show is not this isn't like a doom and gloom show. Uh, you know, like this is a this is a hey, be be aware of what's happening, and then make your own decision about what you should do about it. You know, uh, this is never about violence or any of those other things that like the the other assholes out there were trying uh, you know stoke you into doing, including the FBI, right? Like that trying will sell you bombs and stoke you in and you know r- rope you into a a terrorist cell, right? I mean, it's nothing like that. Like hey. This is what's going on. This is what the mainstream is not telling you. Let's, uh, you know, let's let's be aware of it, and then at least be able to, at least know what we're up against when it comes up against us. You know, uh, as you know, you know, I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I just think that uh, we get new people come from time to time that got to understand that this is not fire and brimstone. You know, this is not uh, eschatology 101. I'm not talking about the end of the world. I'm saying let's save it from from uh, reaching that point. That's uh, that's what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, but and that's that. Yeah, and that's just all the things that come with uh, surveillance state. And uh, oh, surveillance state. It's. I mean, I just it it makes me it, it baffles me as to why we put so much effort into watching each other. What are, what are we what are we trying to hide? Is it about control or is there something that's that's hidden? Oh, and yeah. people are getting close to figure it out. It's about control. You're spot on, man. I think it's exactly what it's about. Is that uh, if they know everything about us, right? Then when you when you slip up, they got you. And as a as a dissident or a quote terrorist, as they get they can change the the verbiage whenever the hell they want. Uh, then they've got you, right? They just need you to slip up, and they got you because they've got their tentacles in every orifice, and uh, you're uh, you're kind of at the mercy of the the grotesque government as they they uh, feel us up as we roll through the airport, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then also with the government, people that work in it, it is still a business and crime does pay. So if we went to surveillance state where crime rates drop to an absolute low, does that put prison systems out of business? Does it put law enforcement out of business? And do we let that go out of business or do we make stupider laws like blue shoes are illegal? Uh, you know, make more laws to make paychecks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it is what it is, man. And like I said, it's what we, uh, we're, we're kind of, we're, we're, we've been fed this dish, unfortunately, you know, and there's so many people that are younger that just don't get it. They don't understand that uh, there was a time, you know, back in, uh, in 1982 when this didn't exist, you know, like when you literally couldn't a- actually have access to everybody's location 24 hours a day, right? Based on their cell phone ping data and the satellites and all this other crap, you know? I mean, there there was a time when this didn't exist and there there is there is a way we can stop this in my opinion. It's just uh, we we ha- you have to wake people up to realize it's the thing. All right. You have to you, people have to understand that this is this is happening. And like uh, like uh, John said when he called in earlier is that uh, if you want to beat this, you kind of have to just throw the electronics away and be Amish. Right. You got to go. You got to go like plow the land. You got to go. Right. That's that's the way to beat this. But I don't think there's enough land for everybody to do that. Right. We're going to have to go into these communes and everything else. <laughs> these weird, weird oh, societies. That would, and, that, would mess. Man, that would uh, that would be interesting, though, like. Would you see a a breakaway currency if they went to complete digital currency, like some sort of street currency? 
yeah. completely. There's, there's a bunch of things that could happen, but surveillance state is, is a no, no, it's, it's not, it does more harm than good unless you don't want to be free. And then of course that depends on your definition of freedom. Which, um, which has long been argued over thousands of years. And so I think, I think there's a pretty solid uh, definition of what that means. It's just that uh, when, we, we, when we obfuscate that argument and then tell people that it's a racist argument, is, uh, it changes everything, does it not? <laughs> Which is what's going on right now. It's yeah, terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. But, yeah. Um, now, I'm going to finish up with my, there's a good quote. I don't know if it's exact, but it was, um, it's the greatest accomplishment in this world is to be yourself. No, the greatest accomplishment is to be yourself in a world that's constantly trying to make you something else. And uh, it was like Ralph Waldo Emerson said that. And he said a bunch of awesome stuff, and he was a really cool dude if anybody wants to read about him. But um, it's true. Nothing wrong with being yourself. When you're yourself, everybody looks at you, and they point their finger at you. And we live in a society where it's unusual to not be molded by something. And that's not unusual. There's nothing unusual, you know, to just be, you know, weird. And then, like, with all the, the aliens and the stuff and all the people that talk about this, you get the technology side. But then you also get the people that are in, kind of isolate themselves and don't really feed into any of the mainstream media. And the same thoughts come to their head, too. So, there's, it's, I don't know, just interesting food for thought. Brainwash. Brainwash. in one way. Brainwash. Brainwash. Bye. Crazy stuff, man. Crazy stuff. You're the best, Beachwood. I appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. Uh, and we're, we're going to keep revisiting this. Like, uh, So the surveillance state needs to come up. It needs to be talked about. We've talked about 5G and the rest of this stuff. So uh, just be prepared from time to time because it, it is going to come up when these these new legislations are happening, right? And uh, nobody's, again, nobody's talking about it. Uh, like I said, there's some significant things going on. Let me While I have you on, let me explain this real quick. So there's this uh, legislation going through that's called the Fourth Amendment is Not for Sale Act, okay? And it would ban Clearview and warrantless location data purchases, meaning just that the cops wouldn't be able to end around the Fourth Amendment and just go, well, fuck it, we can't get a warrant for your arrest because the judge won't sign it, but what we'll do is we'll just buy information from whoever the hell's selling it, and then we'll get the information we need and proceed anyway, right? And then, so, so then we, we do the stakeout based on the information we purchased. And then, uh, you know, then we have the real data cause we've got cameras on your ass and we got you. Right. So it's literally like a way around the fourth amendment, but this is an actual bill. This is from April 21st. This is a, in the last 10 days. And they're talking about this, this, this is, needs to be on the front page of every paper. This is what CNN and Fox need to be talking about. And they're not, they're not. And it's got bipartisan support. You've got Chuck Schumer on here. You've got uh, you've got uh, Mike Lee from uh, from Utah on here. Uh, you know what I mean? So these are the types of things that really people need to stand up for. And that's why I'm bringing it up. I think there is there's hope here. I think there's a reason that the, it's the reason I brought it up is there's legislation happening that uh, hopefully we can turn this around and uh, become uh, make make this make this yeah, something else. Make it something else. So that, that's that's why I bring it up. Definitely. Yeah. Uh definitely need to do that now now you just said they're going to be able to sell people's information to you know for that the whole fourth amendment thing so it's the people gathering the information it's the it's you know the it's the people that do the algorithms we talk about that monitor everything 
they're going to have that information and sell it is basically what you're saying, right? Yeah. So, so the cops would just buy it directly from, you know, Amazon or whatever. So instead of having to right. go through the process, so right. It, now if on, on like the, the big scale, uh, you know, money all comes off the same press, whether it's goes to the black market or, you know, the legitimate, you know, market. But that means Amazon at the opposite spectrum is like drug cartels and global banking. So Amazon will get to dip into both of them. Yeah, well, that's what, happens when, you, that's pay, what happens when you're the big dog. Pay off from, <laughs> yeah, you get to take payoffs from both sides. That, that's such, that's bad. There's so many things wrong with that. And then poor little old me is going to get my door kicked in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and me for being a concerned citizen, right? Like, I, I care about people's yeah. freedoms and humanity, and it's going to get us in trouble. It's stupid. It's the dumbest thing ever. All right, we got a call behind you. We're going to go. Beachwood, you're the best. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Take it easy, man. Thanks, man. You too. Appreciate the call. Uh, let's go to, uh, I think this is, I don't know who this is. Let's go to this. Uh, you're on Trouble Minds with Mike. What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Benjamin. Benjamin, what's up? Welcome to the show. How are you? I am calling from TJ. Nice. Actual Tijuana, Mexico. Yeah, I I just arrived a week ago and took a plane and try to get back, but agents are still acting up, saying that I have to pay a fine of five hundred and ninety dollars. And at the time that I show up at the port of entry, they're changing up on me. So I'm like, okay, this or that. I'm just like, I don't know what to do anymore, Mike. Uh, okay, I, I, I'm not sure how to help. <laughs> Wait, so how long have you been in Mexico? Ten years. Ten, wait, ten years and you're trying to get out into the United States? Yeah, I was a permanent resident. Well, I am a permanent resident, but um, last time I did try to get back into the country, the agents confiscated my driver's license and ID. So I have, you know, I want to file a claim, and I have an attorney that's reviewing my case right now, so just waiting on, like, waiting on them to call me or email me or me calling them, so... We can start this case. Other than that, I only have like two options. Either one, I can renew my permanent residence card or ask for a better loan. And that's going to take like seven months, but I'm just glad I got a job at a hotel here at, well, where am I working? At Real Inn Hotel? You speak Spanish? I speak a hotel here at TJ. Yeah, I'm bilingual. Can you tell me something but, Spanish? Um. Tell, say I love this show yeah, in Spanish. I love your show in Spanish. Let's hear it. Amo tu show, my. The trouble line is. Let me see. How see what I did there? Lines? See what I did there? I just uh, twisted your arm. <laughs> it's okay, man. You're fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. or something. I have to look it up. You're fine. But, you're fine. Yeah, it's you're, you're fine. Trouble mind like Yeah. <laughs> you're cool. But yeah, that's what's going on and. Beyond the fact that there's so much alien, like, contact, hidden secrets, like, undiscoverable 
things that are going on in Antarctica, I think global warming is caused by aliens for them to like expose the truth of what's under Antarctica. Beyond that, there's been a lot of sightings like at the some volcanoes in Mexico City. I don't remember what what the volcanoes are called, but yeah, that's what's going on. Besides the experience that I had personally in the U.S., and people are saying, well, it's probably, you're probably on drugs. I'm like, no, I don't do drugs. I don't know why people think I do drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't, I mean, if I drink, I might drink a beer, but like one Come on, Benjamin. Come on, what are you on? No, I'm just kidding. Hey, hey. I'm just kidding. My story is not, you know, they don't, they never had that experience. So I'm like, you know, I told my friend, my best friend, Amber Forsen, she, she lives in Encino, California. I told her, you know what, Amber? I actually had an experience. And she's like, you're probably on drugs. I'm like, no. So what happened? I what, did what, have what was this experience? Let's let's toss well, this. We're, we're, I'm not accusing you. Nobody's just accusing you of being drawn on drugs. What yeah. was the experience? Can you explain it to us? Okay. Before I got removed over a conflict with my brother, I used to stay at my parents' garage because I didn't want to stay in their house. I wanted to have my own place and I wanted to convert that garage into like an apartment complex, but I guess the manager didn't want to sell me the property. So um, one time I was falling asleep and I felt like somebody was pulling my covers. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, who, do I have a dog or a cat that I don't know of? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's not a dog, it's not a cat. I'm like, okay, so probably the wind or the door probably, like, moved the blanket or whatever. And I remember I had closed, I left the door open so it, I could have some, like, ventilation, some air in. And then I fell asleep, and I'm like, okay, so who's pulling my covers again? I wake up, and I'm like, there's nobody there. So I said, okay, well, maybe if I change my bed a different direction, then I wouldn't have, like, that experience for that moment. Whoever, whatever's, whoever force or whatever force is pulling my covers, I thought, well, if I change my bed the other way, then maybe I wouldn't have that experience. So I changed it, and then after I fell asleep, like, at exactly 3 a.m., I woke up, and there's, like, three, I don't know if they were demons. I don't know what they were, but they, they had, like, a hood over them, and they were, like, holding me down, and I'm like, okay, well, if I close my eyes and I praise the Virgin Mary, then maybe this go away. So I praise the Virgin Mary, and then I open my eyes. Like, I couldn't scream. Like, I was screaming, but I couldn't hear myself. And after I prayed the Virgin Mary, like, I woke up, and they were gone. Just like that. Okay, so it worked. It actually so, worked. Yeah, and then after I woke up the next morning, after falling asleep and having a really good, you know, rest, I went to the bathroom, and then 
I took off my shirt to get ready to get in the shower, and I noticed like three marks, like a hand printed on my chest. And I'm like, what the hell is that? Like, I put a, you know, I haven't gotten into any, you know, I don't fight. I don't I haven't fought anybody. So after that, like, I felt like I was at peace. Like, I felt happy. Like, I felt all my problems went away. Like, all this stress that I had had just, like, disappeared in a blink of an eye. So soon after that, after I was removed to the U.S., to Mexico, I mean, from the U.S., I used to live in Zacatecas. That's where I traveled from to TJ. And every time I would go out, like, I can distinguish what the drone is or a helicopter and all that. And I'm like, well, that's not a helicopter. And I've noticed, like, lights just, zam, zoom, you know? And I'm like, what the hell? And not once, but several times. So I'm like, well, probably it's a UFO. I don't know what it was. I mean, all I see is lights just zooping and zamming on the skies. And then all the time, like maybe like twice a month. And I even told my friends, like, did you see that? And I'm like, see what? The lights just flew by. And I'm like, well, you're, what drugs are you smoking, Ben? And I'm like, I don't smoke. Hey, hey, I don't smoke any drugs like hey, weed. Ben, we, we've heard stories like this before. So let me ask you then, how, how long ago did this first incident happen with the grays that were appeared in your room there and that whole thing? How long ago was that? That was 10 years ago before I was removed from the U.S. to Mexico over okay. a dispute with my brother. Okay. And, and so, the case was, you know, the case, I called the DA's office and it wasn't picked up. So, I mean, there's no reason for me to get, supposedly get deported or my abandoned status was abandoned. So, I mean, they just come out with like a lot of excuses. But I think it has to do with that abduction or not abduction, but that experience. Yeah, it's called a visitation. They, don't tell me what real reason why, you know, I haven't done anything. Why am I, why are you not allowing me back into the U.S.? And I'm thinking because I will have another encounter and they don't want to get involved. Is that, so that was was my next question actually. So since then, has it, has anything similar happened again or do you just see lights in the sky type of thing? Well, I fall asleep sometimes. Like last night I fell asleep and then I felt like I was in a dream where, you know how you see ghosts without this, without the spirit, but with like, you can see the physical clothing that moves. And like, I've noticed like a child, child's like, I don't know, like hair pants. I didn't see the ghost. And then soon I felt like I was screaming at night. Like I felt like I wanted to scream and I did like twice, but not loud, you know? And that time, I actually could hear myself, and that's what woke me up. And not once, but it's several times that has happened where I wake up like, I don't know, like screaming. And so, so it's so then it's possible they've come back since then and tried to, uh, whatever, they're, whatever, they're, what do you think they're trying to do? I think they're trying to hide themselves with 
what we wear. I mean, I can't see them. They're invisible. But that's, that's, I think that's what it is. Like, they're, they're worried and they're scared to expose themselves to humans because human and the earth is, you know, with everything that's going on with COVID-19, terrorism, just everything, they're afraid. They can't get close to humans because they're afraid that we will attack them. Like Donald J. Trump said, you know what, if any U.S. or alien tries to attack us, we will use, you know, our defense weapons. And I'm like, no, that's not the key. That's not the way. I mean, if you want, I would, I would say that if I would want to create or bring peace to the world, first, I would just, you know, get rid of all the weapons, all the guns. I would ban, I would tell every military base to go from house to house and confiscate every gun because that's what they're afraid of. And until our country, Mexico or U.S. or any country like China or anybody starts to take the initiative to do that, until then, they're just going to cause and create global warming. They're going to cause, like, I mean, if humans are not willing to change, they're going to make us change. Wait, so I wanted to ask you about that. So so you think that the aliens are causing global warming or they're trying to stop humans from causing global warming? I was unclear on that detail. No, I think they're causing it to melt the ice in Antarctica to see what's underneath. Once that, ex- that it is exposed and we actually find out what's under Antarctica, because I always had, since I was 10... And I was like at a junior high, no, elementary school or preschool, I don't remember, but I did remember telling my teacher, I'm like, what's under, you know, what's under Antarctica, teacher? Like, what's underneath that? And they're like, there's nothing. And I'm like, I always had the curiosity of that when I was young. So I've, you know, before COVID-19 was created by China, or maybe UFOs or aliens created to make China think like they created it. I always thought that there was something going to happen. Throughout the whole time that I lived in Zacatecas, Mexico, I always felt like I needed to stay apart from humans. And this happened like five years before. And then before my Machito died, my English poodle died in 2019, I'm like, Wait, what does that you mean? Know, what does that mean? In I English? feel like there's been a, something going to happen, and he died, and then COVID nineteen came, like several months later, because he died in September. Um, Who was this? Wait, 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 wait. October, please, November, please. December, three months after he passed away. Hold on for one sec. Hold on for one sec. So, who is this? And what? Please, please translate that, that again. You said it really fast. Who who passed away? Nachito is the English poodle doggy that I had for nine years. And like I we I, I always stayed apart from people. People were always like looking at me weird, like, why are you like I mean, I don't know what they were saying or what they were thinking. But I'm 
obvious, but they were like, okay, well, as long as he stays away from us, then it's all good. But, I mean, that's how, that's how my routine was every day. Like, I would always walk my dog. I would never, like, socialize. I would never, like, have any contact with humans because I always thought that there was going to happen, like something bad was going to happen, and it did. And I even thought, like, two weeks or three weeks before it arrived in the U.S., and I even posted on Facebook at the 818 Scanner News, the Valley Scanner News, but people were always thinking, like, well, you're crazy. You know what you're talking about. Stop scaring people, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm not I'm not going with what's on TV. I'm going on from my personal experiences and what I sense. And then check it out, Mike. I thought at times, well, like, at maybe a year before my stepdad passed away, I was like, okay, who's going to pass away first? Like my mom or my dad? And then next thing I knew, my stepdad passed away. He got like ran over. He was an alcoholic and he was abusing drugs. Like he was doing a lot of coke. And that's part of the reason why I acted the way I did with my brother, because I didn't want to be there. Like, I don't want to have anything to do with drugs. I'm not a drug addict. You know, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I sense things before it happens, and then later on it happens, and I try to advise people, and then they think that I'm crazy. That's okay. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. So that's hey, why I'm not saying anything anymore. Yeah, I got you. I understand. And so you're you're here among like minds. It's okay. Like, uh, uh, you're, you're actually able to draw your own narrative, right? I mean, you've got your own personal experiences and, you know, roll with that. Do the best you can, be the best person you can, and it's that's what this show's about. It's okay. It's okay to be able to, to be different and be here, so it's okay. Now, I know you've listened for a long time yeah, to this show. Uh, I think you, before it happens, that it's like, I mean, I don't know if that's going to get me in trouble. I don't know if that's probably the reason why the U.S. doesn't want me to get back into the U.S. I don't know. I don't know. People are not telling me, and the thing is, when I talked to an immigration judge, she even said, what are you doing here, Ben? This place is for undocumented illegal immigrants. You're not supposed to be here. <laughs> Why are you here? Wait, can, I, can I ask you, know? you this really stupid question? Can't you just like, you know, like yeah. uh, walk two miles outside and just, you know, outside the border checkpoint and just walk north? <laughs> Isn't that allowed in California? I tried it. You it did try? What, what happened? What happened? Like, are you saying, like, try to get back into the U.S.? Yeah, just walk in illegally. I mean, you're, you're a citizen here, right? Yeah. I will. The last time I walked there, well, like, check it out. My mom found out that I'm here. So she came with my sister. They drove over here. They were staying at a hotel where I was staying, and I didn't want to stay at the hotel, like, any longer. I was like, we have to go because I already talked to the supervisor, and he's saying that I have to pay a fine. At the time that I was supposed to pay a fine, I showed up and I explained to them. They actually processed me inside and they put me in a room and it wasn't the same supervisor. It was another person like an American and a Chinese or Asian person working there. So I'm like, okay, well, I already knew that they weren't going to cooperate with me. But I did explain to them my situation and they're like, 
well, what are you, where are you from, blah, 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 how many times have you been coming back and forth, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what, sir, all I want is to get back to the U.S. to take care of my sick mother. I am a permanent resident. Their agents confiscated my driver's license and ID in 2009 that prevented me to get back into the country. And now you're saying I abandoned my status? No, 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 no. No, no, you need need paperwork. I have a recording (laughs) saved here on my phone that I even reported it to the FBI. Yeah, yeah. You, so no, no. You you don't just automatically relinquish your citizenship that way, uh, Benjamin. We we got to finish up the show, man. So uh, I look. I know you've been listening for a long time, and I know that this is the first time you called. I appreciate your story. I know you've been uh, typing in the chat as we've uh, we kind of been doing the things. I, I, I now I know who you are. I don't know how to help you, my friend. I don't. If anybody knows how to help Benjamin, can you please uh, join the Discord if you have not Benjamin? If uh, we have immigration lawyers or whatever else out there that can maybe help the guy out. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to help you, my friend. Start, Mike. Maybe an immigration lawyer, a federal, immig- federal, because my case is federal. That's a good start. Okay. Now, All right. I have a PayPal. I haven't created GoFundMe because it, it doesn't allow me to open a GoFundMe. I tried it. It's not allowing me, which is weird. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I, I open a PayPal, and if any funds or any donations that anybody can make, my PayPal um, I'll, I'll share it with you, and if you'd like to share it on your show, then yeah, anything, any help would be appreciated. Because put, uh, join the Discord, send me a message. I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the Discord. All right, look, we got to go, man. We got to go. This is the thing. Don't lose hope. Don't lose yeah. faith. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, keep hang in there. For do sure. your thing. I appreciate you listening. Thanks for the call tonight. Thanks for telling us your story. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. You're welcome, Mike. And have a good night to all those listeners who are listening. Trouble minds. Shout-outs to Bunny, everybody. Thank you. Any support, Mike will have my information. And everybody, stay safe and keep your eyes open. And always record what you see in the skies. Appreciate it, Ben. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks for the call. There you go. All right, so this is the thing, right? So we're still talking about uh, all kinds of stuff. Uh, damn it. I meant to ask him one more thing. Hey, Ben, can you? if you're still out there listening, I want to hear this. Can you Can you translate this to Spanish for me one more time? My shoes are very hot and not hot like, uh, like, you know, like sexy, like hot, like temperature. Can you type that in the chat? My shoes are very hot. I just want to know what that is in Spanish. Just, <laughs> just for, uh, I'm a goofy guy. You'll have to, uh, you'll have to, uh, uh, humor me because I, I like some weird stuff. I like some weird stuff. My shoes are very hot. They're not though. Mine are not, but all right, so as we continue this, I, I speak a little Spanish myself, so I'm just kind of checking my, my knowledge there. It's really what I'm doing. <laughs> but anyway, all right, so uh, thank, thanks for the call in. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, all right, now this is the thing. We're, we're, we're uh, winding down. we got time for you if you guys want to be part of the show. Uh, about uh, f- five minutes left or so, so if you guys want to be on here. Um, I'd, uh, I'd, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where to go from here. We're, uh, we're still talking about, let's, uh, let's actually smash this in real fast. This is what I'm talking about. Fourth Amendment is not for sale, right? And this is, this is an actual uh, act of Congress that's supposedly going through. The sweeping bill has support from both Democrats and Republicans and will address multiple forms of surveillance, right? So this is actually happening. 
A sweeping proposed piece of legislation will support both Democrats, uh, with support from both Democrats and Republicans, and they're both thieves in my opinion, that will ban law enforcement agencies from buying data from controversial firm Clearview AI, as well as force agencies to obtain a warrant before sourcing location data from brokers. And this, these are the types of things that need to be happening, right? So instead of all the race baiting garbage they're doing on CNN and, and Fox and like, you know, cherry picking their, oh, look, the brown guys from the south of the border are murdering people or you know look, look the the white people are killing the white cops are killing black people this is what they're doing they're cherry picking these things and they're trying to tell us this is the narrative look this is actually happening again controversial for a law enforcement agencies from buying data from controversial firm uh Clearview AI, as well as force agencies to obtain a warrant before sourcing location data from brokers that's what i'm saying right so Thank goodness, in my opinion, that this is something they're actually talking about, right? This is actually something they're talking about. Uh, let's see. Did I get my translation? Mi, mi zapatos es caliente. I don't think. Uh, nice try, NS. I don't think that's exactly correct. Can somebody else? Uh, what's up? All right. Here we go. There's more here. There's more here. I, I speak a little Spanish. Uh, so I think I think S is a singular and I think zapatos is plural. I think you have a problem with your uh, caliente. Nice try. I think you're good. I think that would be S-O-N instead of E-S. But anyway, I'm just curious. Uh, I'm just, uh, just fact-checking here. So anyway, uh, th- this news presents significant action against two of the main avenues of law enforcement surveillance uncovered in recent years. The widespread proliferation of facial recognition technology, which we were talking about tonight, using images scraped from social media and the warrantless supply chain of location data from ordinary smartphone apps through middlemen and eventually to agencies. Quote, the Fourth Amendment is not for sale act is, in my view, a critically important bill that will prevent agencies from circumventing core constitutional protections by purchasing access to data they would otherwise need a warrant to obtain. Kate Ruan, senior legislative counsel of the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU, which, again, right, uh, I don't agree with them on everything because, well, they do a whole bunch of other like nefarious shit. But at least in this case, I agree. I think they're I think they're correct here is that we need to, we need to be talking about this and uh, told motherboard in a phone call. The ACLU and a host of civil, digital and race activism groups have endorsed the bill, according to the office of Senator Ron Wyden, which has spearheaded the legislation. Quote, I think it is a clear and good step for Congress to take, and I hope that the bill moves forward quickly. Now, this is what I'm saying, right? This is one of the ones, like, we have to see the bill, all right? I'm not foolish enough to say, let's pass it without knowing what's in this bill. But at least this is a step in the right direction, in my opinion. This is why I'm talking about this. Look, April 21st, what have they been talking about in the mainstream media since then? Not this. You understand? They want this to not get any support from us. You understand? I'm going to find the legislation of this actual bill because I couldn't find it uh, just prior to going live here. Uh, I'm uh, I'm notoriously late. It's just my thing, right? I don't know. I, uh, I always need five extra minutes. And so when I have the radio clock and I'm like running out of time, I'm like, uh, Mrs. Strange is like, hey, hey, hey. And I'm like, ah, and she's like, hey, and I'm like, ah, and I'm just like, shit, I got to get this done. We got to go live at seven right on the dot. I'm, I'm, I'm like a 705 guy. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, like, my point here is this. This needs to be pushed. If this is real and uh, this is actually what they say it is, which is pr- part of the problem, that we need, to, uh, we need to actually push this. We need to be behind this because this is a good thing. This, these are some of the things I've been talking about for a very long time. The Fourth Amendment is not for sale. 
meaning that the cops can't just buy it from Amazon, from their web servers, right? It's a good thing. This is a good thing. So anyway, I'm going to find the actual bill uh, if, if they've posted this. I don't know yet. Let's go back to John. John wants to get on here. What's up, buddy? You're, you're back on Troubled Minds. Let's finish this sucker up. How are you, man? Not bad, man. How are you doing? Doing good, doing good, doing good. Talking about this. Did you know about this bill? Look, this is what I'm saying. You you have your ear to the ground regarding this stuff. You're very knowledgeable, and you do a show on in your own right. Did you know this, quote, Fourth Amendment is not for sale act is actually happening right now? I'm not going to say I knew about this because I didn't. Because you didn't? So, or you did? Yeah. You educated me tonight that the bill is out there. Okay, I'm good. Good, good, good. I, again, I don't know. I do not know what is in the bill. So don't don't get me there because you know how they name shit weird and they're like, oh, it's the Patriot Act. And it means we're going to fill you up at the airport. It should be the fill you up at the airport act, right? So th- this is the name of it. I don't know what's in the bill. but So, so we're going to look into this. We'll talk about this. I'll link it in the Discord. But yeah. So, so go ahead. Go ahead, sir. What do you think about this stuff? Okay. So here's what it comes to, guys. If you think that you have nothing to hide on the internet. I am a cybersecurity database administrator. You have more, okay, so when you get online and you look something up, yeah, you might have some crazy porn that you like or whatever else, but what I am interested in is your psychological profile. So that way I can put a data point on how you think. If I can understand how you think, I know what you will buy. That's as a person that wants to sell you something. As a person that wants to manipulate you, I want to know how you think so I can show you information that you will buy into. You have your psychological interest to hide. It's it's more than money. It's more than your interest. It is what is going on inside your brain because when you look things up online and you establish patterns – You tell me everything I need to know about you to control you. Now, Mike, if I were to give you a piece of paper and a pen and 12 hours, how many facts do you think you could tell me about yourself? Uh, Two. I mean, seriously, if you sat down and you really tried and you gave it your all. Wait, how how, how much time do I have? 12 hours. 12 hours. Since I'm a five minutes after guy, I two, two, because I'd start at okay, the 12 hour mark and I'd be like, fuck, well, fuck, I'm out of time. Fuck, I'm out of time. And you, you get yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Google can pop up 7,000 on average, uh, on the average American instantaneously. So that means instantaneously we have a psychological profile that is easy to present things in front of you with. It's all it's about. It's 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 not about hiding your pocketbook. It's not about hiding criminal activity. It's not about preventing this. It is about developing psychological profiles and warehousing them and putting everyone in psychological groups. That's all it's about. Exactly right. And so let me let me tell you guys exactly how I like, do you think I'm a wizard here? Like, like how I just come up with this information, like I'm some kind of a, you know, like, like savant. I'm like, oh, you know, like I'm just going to do this today, do this tomorrow, this the next day, the next day, the next day. I'm going I'm to give you guys a secret. You know how you do this? You can trick Google into teaching you what you want to be taught. 
Here you go. Here's a here peek at here. my. I'm, I'm gonna teach you something, John. Here's a peek at my 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 Gmail. Right. This is this is literally Trouble Minds Radio at Gmail, and I've set it up to give me all kinds of alerts. Look at this. Artificial intelligence, extraterrestrial, conspiracy, ghost, vampire, censorship, mass surveillance, Hong Kong, werewolf, ancient civilizations, Project Veritas, FOIA, Bigfoot, To the Stars Academy, social credit score. So basically, I don't have to search for shit because guess what? Google is actually collecting this information that I want and they're sending it to my my inbox. <laughs> Just yeah. if you guys didn't know you could do this. This is where I find a lot of this information that I'm talking about because I'm telling you, otherwise, if I didn't ask to be sent this information, I wouldn't be able to find it because they're not allowing this. They're not allowing this to happen. But you see what's going on here. You see what this is? So there are ways to use the technocrats and the technocracy, their own data against them. Because like you said, how how many, they they can give me 7,000 facts about me in 12 hours or one hour or what, Right. You see what's going on here? Instantaneously. Instantaneously. Yeah. But you see what's going on here. So you, you can still use this technology against them to get this information. And I just clicked my mass surveillance tab, and guess what came up tonight? All the shit I'm talking about. I'm telling you, if you guys want information, they're able to give it to you. You just got to know how to ask for it. And uh, it's as simple as that. Look at all these Google alerts. It's, it's just spilling my inbox constantly. And I'm like, oh, well, and I got to tell you, I'm a little disappointed about the werewolf news. Because, well, I don't know. Yeah, really that get seems much to be bad. <laughs> What's that one of the bottoms of the Anyways. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? That was probably a good joke. I said, yeah, the werewolf, the werewolf one is de- uh, disappointing. What's that one on the bottom? It says DP. I'm just joking. Uh, but, I don't know. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. It, it, people just got to realize it's, it's all about your psyche. And really, the the slogan, if we could just make this the slogan, for 2021 in the age of or in the age of uh fuck how would i do it I, i've already lost it so we're just gonna make it this don't be dumb don't, don't be dumb up. no this don't is the thing dumb. right now look now look now <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something right like all this stuff about this racism going on right i'm like look like all all the race baiters out there i'm like look can you can you literally draw me up a law that will stop racism the world over i want to see this law please just write it like you write it and I want to read it because clearly you guys know the answer to these things, right? These, these guys are like, ah, the racism, the racism, no shit, no shit. People are bad. No shit. People are stupid. Better yet. How about this? Write me a law that stops people from being stupid the world over. I want to see that law. If you can do that, I'll believe you. I'll follow you to the ends of the earth. You are my Pied Piper. But I'm telling you, until I see that shit on paper and you write it and you convince me, fuck off. No, I'm not buying your narrative. Sorry. We're not doing this. We're not talking about that. There's so. one with that. We have to get Boomhauer from South Park. To say, Being <laughs> stupid, he's caring. not on South Park. He's on He's on Family Guy. No, he's on the guy with the under pig. <laughs> I don't know. You know he's not even one? on Family Guy. He's on the other one. What's the one with the bo- the Boomhauer? The pro- propane and propane yeah. accessories. He's on that one. King of the Hill. <laughs> King of the Hill. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah. We suck, bro. We suck. All right. You're so bad at this. We suck. All right. So go ahead. Go ahead. Make your point. That was my point. There's, it, you might as well have a cartoon character running the show because you're never going to solve anything. Uh, you can only, you know, laws are reactive, not proactive. If you try to make a proactive law, 
all you're doing is giving yourself a hard time and taxing people into the dirt. So in the age of information, ignorance is a choice. That is what I was going to say and could not think of. And I said it so uncinematically that I have to go now. I am so sorry. You're good. Now, I'm telling you, hold on, though. This is the weird thing. Tonight, I've had problems finding my words. They've been kind of uh, bubbling up weird on me. And so I wonder, right, when things like this happen, usually somebody points out to me that there's a weird phase of the moon going on. So I wonder if there's something happening where, you know what I mean? Like maybe that's a possible thing. Like I sleep, I, I sleep poorly when there's a full moon and I don't realize that I'm just cranky. And then somebody points out to me a day or two later. Oh, well, that was a full moon. I'm like, fuck, I knew it, <laughs> but I didn't think to check. You know what I think it is? I think during certain moon phases, Ozzy comes out at night and it messes up everyone's uh, brainwaves. I'm pretty sure it's Ozzy. Ozzy who? Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, all right. Halloween and then it messes everything up, man. I'm telling you what. It's got to be Ozzy. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. John, you're the best. Thanks for, thanks for being part of the show. Thanks for listening. Uh, everybody follow uh, Tinfoil Timothy on DLive. This is John. He's a uh, part of that show. Uh, he bounced. He took off. Look at that. Before I could even like move him out of the damn Discord, he does it himself. All right, we're done. Now, this is the thing, right? This can, this conversation continues. We were a little bit uh, drawn off course a couple, three, different, four different ways, but it's okay, right? It's part of part of the shtick of doing open phone calls and uh, talking about this stuff, but it's fine. It's all good here. But right now, we're done. We're finished. This is the end of the week. Thursday night, Troubled Minds. Guess what? I've got good news for you. I'm going to do my best to make this happen at 3 p.m. tomorrow. We're going to get back to the news show. We're going to get back to uh, to Conspiracy News with Michael Strange at 3 p.m. on Friday. And I think we're going to do Mondays and Fridays, so we bookend everything. So you'll have the show five days a week. Uh, we'll do Monday, Friday, uh, the news show, and then uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of Troubled Minds. So five days a week, you'll have content, and we'll uh, keep on rolling this. So there we go. There we go. That's what's going on. Uh, just, a, just a quick announcement. 3, look, 3 p.m. Pacific at Twitch. Twitch.com. TV slash Troubled Minds Radio. You guys can find the links on the website, troubledminds.org. But look, this is the thing. It's okay. We got derailed a little bit tonight, but I would I appreciate the phone calls instead. Like I said, we've always done this as, a, as sort of an open forum, and if we get derailed, so be it. We'll get back to the surveillance state and this other stuff at some point, but I will look into uh, this actual legislation that's happening, which is, uh, oh, there we go. Look, there we go. I got another alert. Hong Kong, as it happens, Hong Kong alert just came in. There it is. There's my my uh, my uh, Gmail box. It's uh, they're sending me alerts. Something just happened in Hong Kong. So yeah, you can uh, you can set it up to get Google alerts right in your uh, email, and you can pick your topics, and they'll send them to you. And then you don't have to go through their bullshit news cycle and their bullshit actual uh, index that gets pushed down to the bottom. So there you go. Important important stuff. Yeah, and uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Uh, geez. All right. So we're uh, we're about to finish. We're we're about to be done here. Uh, again, look for us tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific on Twitch, and uh, join the Discord if you have not, because we'll have a uh, an actual uh, uh, notification that goes out to everybody to let you know it's going to happen. But that's the deal uh, for for tonight. Thanks again for all the calls. Thanks for everybody listening. Thanks for being part of this show. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what it is. 
Uh, you guys are the best. Uh, we will be back soon, tomorrow, 3 p.m., and then we'll be back next week at Mon- Monday. I'm planning for the uh, new show, and then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll do Troubled Minds at Night. It's just difficult to kind of do both at the same time because, well, you know, lots of things to juggle. But anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you guys soon. Be sure, be strong, be true. March Trouble Minds to yours. Have a great night. No, no. Tomorrow, daytime on Twitch. No Troubled Mind show. We got the news show, 3 p.m. Pacific. Read in the chat. What's up, guys? We got lots of folks. Everybody left. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Paz. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks, guys. And thanks, Tim. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> we'll see, see you tomorrow. <laughs> uh, cheers. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.